Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. All right, this afternoon, the run home, it was myself, the professor, and Fletch. And we had quite the outing, Fletch, didn't we? A couple of special guests. It was a cracking show. We had Hannah Ferrier from my favourite show, The Love Boat, The New Love Boat, and, of course, of uh, Below Deck fame. We also chatted to former model, former NRL, former super rugby player, Nikki Youngquist, and a new segment. James. Yes, you came up with a new segment. Confess to Fletch. With that, that lit up the light. The boards here, the text boards went off. Yeah, it did, and also uh, our, in- our not our Instagram, our email. Yes. So if you've got an email and you want to send it, it is Joel and Fletch at sen.com.au. And many many things come through this email. Yes, and but you also came up with a new segment on the fly because Brooksy's off to Bali, and you wanted people to send in songs for his playlist. Well, I, I did, and. Um, I just wanted them to to text through or verbal it. But Susie from North Lakes up in Brisbane, she decided to go one better. And I'm going to leave you, ladies and gentlemen, with a little bit of Susie. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. (laughs) Thank you, Susie. And listeners, enjoy the show. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Yes, welcome to The Run Home for a Thursday. Thanks to Hyundai, the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel in stock now. Uh, it isn't Joel this afternoon. It is the professor. Fletch. Yes, James. I'm not Joel. <laughs> no, no. How yeah, are how you, are you going? Good, great, great. I'm very good. I'm very good. Let me run through all of this stuff Yeah, run first. through it. Welcome but, to all our listeners. Yes, No, Brian? I was saying your body language is shocking today. What do you mean? I'm arms a bit fold. down? Uh, no, arms folded. You're very defensive. Oh, We're goodness. all friends in here. I don't all know. All friends. I don't know. I'm Brooksy. Oh, okay. Welcome to all our listeners. However, you're tuning in, SEN 1170 AM, SEN 1620 AM Gold Coast, SEN 693 AM Brisbane, listening live on the SEN app or listeners who are belating, belatedly tuning into the podcast. Uh, you can get the app and podcast by downloading the SEN app at the App Store or Google Play Store. Subscribe to the Run Home Podcast at Apple, Spotify, or where all good podcasts are downloaded. Do you download your podcast, Fletch? I do. I'm in, uh, I'm in one at the moment, Hooked. Right. What's this one about? It's about a bloke who was a engineer at Boeing, and then it's around about mid uh, late 90s, and then he hurts his back, so he gets addicted on OxyContin. Yeah, right. You are good for a – like, you always have a podcast to recommend. You yeah. listen to a lot of podcasts. When I take the dogs for a walk – That's what you do, podcasts. And I see Ryan Grant, I don't acknowledge him – I then, uh, I like listening to it. It's my escape time, James. Yeah, right, gotcha. Do you do it? What about when you're going to bed, when you're sleeping? It's a bit personal. Well, there's certain um, podcasts you can listen no. to. No, 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 I, I don't. No. I read. Really? Mm. Let's get into that a bit later. That's yeah. great. Well, I only read about four or five pages. And then that puts you out. Yeah, because i got the... Um, Kindle? you got the Kindle, but i got the medicinal marijuana oil now <laughs> for my neck. Are you drinking it or are you rubbing it on? Uh, you you drink it. Really? Yeah. And it puts you to sleep? Oh, it's the best. Does it work? Is it like having marijuana? Yeah. And jo- so you got prescribed? Andrew Johns is, is correct. Yeah, I got prescribed. So you 
All right, well, let's do this first because this is very interesting. Okay, the Lawn Hub call line, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. if you want to call in and get involved in the show. Or text 0457 736 736. Grow the best lawn in the street with Lawn Hub. Also hit us up on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at Joel Fletch SEN, and they're now on YouTube at SEN League. Yeah, not, not they, us. Oh, sorry, we. I'm here now as well. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Brooksy. How are you? Welcome. Yeah. Good, thanks, gents. Listener, uh, yeah, it's listener. It's very nice. It's a good. Uh, oh, well, that's tell everyone. Ah, yes. yes. Okay, so listener, I got to let you. I got to let you know. Uh, shout out to Gibbo too. Hello, Gibbo. How are you? Hey, good. Thanks, Rochi. It's great to see you during the week. Oh, it's not a on a Saturday morning. No. It's always a bit, bit rough in here. But great to see you, Rochi. Looking forward to working with you for the next. Three hours, hopefully a few extra Yeah, enough of the suck fest. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, boys. I did let's, it again. Let's talk about it. Brooksy <laughs> is going away tomorrow, listener, and he's off to Bali. And guess where he's sitting? Have you gone have you upgraded? A. Of course he has. No, I've, I've, I'm not there yet, Fletch. Yes, you are. I have put in a bid. What's your bid? Uh, the lowest bid you can possibly, because this is the hack. Someone told me that if you put the lowest bid in, you'll – about a 40% chance. Really? But because it's like, you know, those moving needle sort of things, you mm. can go up to like however much. I was like, I'm just going to bump it right down to the bottom. No points. See how Do you reckon there would be a lot of people going to Bali who have done the exact same thing though? Well, yeah. have done the well, lowest bid. Let's not say the QF number. Oh, it's Qantas. Yes. Qantas, sorry, yeah, not yeah. Qantas. Uh, who, okay, you're going to be sitting up there. This is this is one. This is for Talkback Radio because this is what we like to do, James. Oh, very Talkback. <laughs> Why don't we do this? Yeah. Who would? Who's a celebrity you wouldn't want to sit next to? What if you just sit down and all of a sudden, dot, 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 sits next, next to you? Oh. Well, we all know the obvious one, so don't send it in, which is Grant Hackett. Don't fill up. <laughs> The text messages. Well, no, with, you wouldn't sorry. want to sit in front of Graham. That's right. Oh, yeah. Because he'd come in, poke his arm through, and, and just nipple crip him. <laughs> and then he ends up in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the photograph of him, that is one of the all-time great photographs when he's in the wheelchair. Cooked. And he's asleep on the front of the paper. That was I reckon it. he'd be fun. I reckon he'd be fun. On a, on a six-hour trip to, to Bali, Yeah, he might be Frankie J. Holden, too, with something in his pocket. So I'd say so. You'd want to be what? What's the row, probably three, four rows from Hackett? So he's like... Accosting the people, right? Too, but you can still, yeah. you can see, yeah, yeah, nice work, Grant. You can call out to him. Yeah, yeah. I know who you wouldn't want. Who, who, Rove you? McManus. Oh, yeah, that's not just <laughs> me, mate. Because that you were part of the stand up comedy tour, or the... I was for a bit there, yeah. yeah. But and what, what is it about Rove that sort of gets on your goat? Uh, it's Rove, <laughs> Rove was very good at, at. Uh, what would you say? He produced his own stuff, a bit like me. So he put himself on air <laughs> yeah. and became the face of it. But he, what Rove did really well was, if you remember those last few years of the show, he surrounded himself with amazing comedians. So he had uh, – that's uh, Hamish and Andy were on there for a bit. You had Dave Hughes was on there. You had Peter I, Hellier. I thought you said good comedians. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were huge back mate, in the I know you just, yeah. you, Carl Barron, that's your go. Isn't oh, it? yes. I went and saw him. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was awesome. Very, very good. All right, one three hundred oh one eleven seven. The Lawn Hub. Lawn Hub. Yeah, text me through who, which celebrity you wouldn't want to sit next to. So you're sitting down and you're looking down the the aisle and walks down. So and so walks down. You go, oh, oh, don't sit next to me. Good one off the bat there from Lundy. Yeah, Andrew O'Keefe. Well, he might be fun. I'd say so. Um, <laughs> but again, he might be the four rows back sort yeah. of person. Not next to, but if you're in. Have you ever actually Science. sat next to a celebrity? Have you sat down next to one on a flight? I did. Who was it? Gabrielle Gattay. 
There you go. Oh. Remember he was the chef? Yeah. He was like the oui. one of the original uh, celebrity chefs. He so was nice. Was Good fella. What about when the food came out? Did he critique it? Not really. He, was, he, was, he had his Walkman in. His ears. It was a long time See, ago. See, I reckon, to be honest, Fletch, if I sat on a plane and it was you next to me, I'd be like, oh, punish. No, I'm quite... You talk a lot. I do talk a lot. Because all that travel we did... Remember, Heine used to always try and stick someone between you and him. That, that was also for size because you guys were so broad. And there would he would remember he never wanted to sit next to you. Oh, look, I know when someone if I'm sitting on a plane, I know when it's time to stop talking. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be civil. But the other thing with you is you are so wide, civil shepherd, that you are annoying. I've sat next to you on a lot of flights. Yeah. You you're very wide. You're, I'm an arm stealer. You're an I'm arm not. stealer. You got giant hands trying arm to open little peanuts. <laughs> like you're also if you're trying to watch something, you're always doing. Oh, I've seen that. Oh, yeah, no, I know what's happening next. Or you... Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's me. You don't want to sit next to me. I, I reckon. Have you sat next to Fletch on a flight? No. No, I haven't. Uh, what about... Okay, what about this? Novak wouldn't want to sit next to that A-grade. Mm. What do you think That's about Novak one. playing in the Australian Open as a tangent? Oh, mate. Just, uh, I'm sick to death of it all. Let's just... Just play. Just, yeah, let him, let him go. But oh, he, he is a bit of an A-grade. You know, he took his shirt off and was dancing at that place. Oh, and he's got some weird views. Like... A weird gang too. Yeah, he does. What about our man Medvedev? You small cat. <laughs> Remember he called him like a yeah. small cat. You 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 play like you coward like yeah. small cat. And that was at the end, right? I think he got it. I think he meant to say you're a a feline. So I was a, a baby cat. So I was a pee anymore. Like a pussy cat. Right. Yeah. yeah. He said you pussy, but he said you're small cat. What about? So I don't think he really got the <laughs> lingo. <laughs> Would you like to sit next to Kyrgios on a flight? Uh, no. No, not my... Not your guy? Not my uh, cup of tea. No, no. What about Kokonakis? Uh He seems all right. I don't really know the cock, but I'd... <laughs> You'd get to know him on a... I think so. i tell you who I wouldn't want to sit next to, mm. and it's never happened, and I hate saying this, Stifler's mum. Jennifer Coolidge. She's doing my head in. What on... Hey, there you go. Oh, Kibbo wrote it down. Kibbo just wrote it down. Before you Isn't said she it. punishing? Recency bias, perhaps, Fletch. But, but that's, she'd just but be that's, a punish. That's the character she's playing, though. Yeah, yeah but no. Nah, she'd be like Do that. you not remember how good she was in Best in Show? Yes. She's outstanding. I haven't seen her. Oh, you haven't seen her in Best in Show? No. But even just trying to... She would take that armrest in between you. She'd be telling you about all her life. She'd be spilling peanuts all over you. Yes. Yeah, have you no s- sat next to a celebrity on a flight? Give no, up. I have. Well, not that I know of. You might have. I might have. Brooksy, yeah. have you? Not a flight, but I did get on a lift down at uh, Perisher Smiggins mm. with David Kosh. Oh. That's not bad. Yeah, and Koshy. we had a bit of a chat. Speaking of which, I know I'm. This is this is bruising. Yes, but not for bruising me. But my father-in-law Warren was in Colorado skiing, and this is in the seventies. And was on a chairlift, got off, and it was got on, and was chatting away, and it was um, Jack Nicholson. You're joking? Yep, that's not bad. That's a good one. Isn't you it? Imagine Jack getting into some fondue parties at the top of oh, Aspen, smoking. Yeah, smoke. Yeah, big stogie. I haven't, I haven't sat next to anyone on a flight, but I have actually caught the beeline once when Matty Johns was on it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he was up go. the top, I was down the bottom, so we weren't sitting next to each other. But I thought that was that was quite cool. So Did I you know him then? Yeah, yeah, I knew him quite well, but I was too shy enough to. I knew him as a TV personality. No, no, but, but did you? Were you working here? Uh no, I just okay. maybe had just started, and I just went straight down the bottom. I didn't want to go sort of sit next to him and 
see what he was doing. No, because uh, Sugar was on a flight and Sandra Sully. Yeah, right. And said he, she was outstanding. Had a beer with him. Uh, oh, was it Pricey? Right, sorry. He, he was with Pricey, wasn't he? Yeah, I think Steve so. Price. And just said she was awesome. Lots of fun. Did she know who Sugar was? Uh, say, I don't know. Great work on the wing back in the day. and Maybe. Maybe yeah, there right. was a I Channel like... 10 crossover, though. Oh, yeah. He had his, he had a league show at 10. What was that called? Yeah. B- before the game, after the game, during the game? He with Blocker. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, remember? Uh, the game plan. The game plan. The there game you plan. go. That didn't last long. Um, I think Tooves still catches the B1 to work every day. It's awesome to see these, you know, bigger-than-life stars catching the bus just like yourself. You're thinking, mm. oh, I'm not too far away from that. Yeah, Lundy's got a good one. DJ Paul's off. Oh. He wouldn't want to be sitting next to DJ. A.K.A. Anthony Coletti. Yeah, right. He seems odd. Uh, but he might be. You could get to the bottom of a few things with him. I don't know who he is. Who is Anthony Coletti? Uh, Melissa Caddick's husband. Oh. The hairdresser. <laughs> yeah, that is good. Nice work, Lundy. Yeah, that's great. All right, uh, Albert from Paris there. You got one for us, mate? Yeah, I wouldn't want to sit next to any of those tosses from the project. You were uh, talking about Pete Hellier before. He hasn't made anyone laugh since 2002. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's a Melbourne thing. I think if you're in Melbourne, <laughs> yes. you're rolling around the floor. Pete's done it again. I gotcha. Think, I think it's a, there is a difference in comedy between yeah. Sydney and Melbourne. No, none of them are funny. Not one, not one of them are funny. They're all that far up their own asses. Yeah, we've got a lot of, um, a lot of texts coming through <laughs> Peter Fitzsimons. A lot of people wouldn't want to sit next to Peter Fitzsimons because of the the bandana. No, that would be all right. We, no, it was just the chat. Are we essentially just brucing a lot? Because I can bruce Peter Fitzsimons. He you plays on Sunday afternoon down at the Manly Lawn Tennis Club. Yeah. And so he play, he played in the next court over from us, and he has got a very random serving style. It's a bit. It's it? all in one motion. It's like very circular. Oh, doesn't I mean, get high off the ground. He might have a dodgy shoulder. He's a large well, man. Oh, Gary Jack. Yeah, well, maybe, but mm. anyway. He hates yeah. league. He's a oh. league hater. Oh, I think That's he, why. And new stadiums. Yeah, sta- he does. New stadium hates hater. a new stadium yeah. like it's... I tell you what he hates. Doesn't like concussion. Oh, hates concussion. No. Out, the, out the door. Doesn't like gal. No. They always, you know, doesn't, doesn't like the modern world of sports. No, no hates. No, oh, hates doesn't like bowling Jeez, shoes. Right. Thinks you should be able to bowl in socks. At really? AMF, yeah. You know, he loves pirate ships, though. That's his thing. He is loves. He? He's a swashbuckler. That's, is he? Yeah, that's what the bandana is. He, he was. Yeah, you know what else he doesn't like? What? The rules in basketball. Oh, I've played God. against him. Have you? Oh, he's Mate, ridiculous. There's a long line of blokes that used to go down and play basketball. Koshy. <laughs> Koshy was one of them. Well, the, the text board has lit up. Uh, 0457 <laughs> Lawn Hub. Yeah, well. Who don't you want to sit next to? That's the that's a topic of the day. A celebrity that you do not want to sit next to. Andre the Giant, that's a good one. Brooksy's going to Bali tomorrow. So, Brooksy, yes. are, are you ready? Have you packed everything? Are you a late packer or are you an early It was packer? done early. Uh, yeah. I had a few things today, uh, but I'm ready to go. And your missus is already there, She's right? There. So have you been talking to her? Week one, yes. We've been in... Consultation. You see a lot of stuff on socials. It mm. seems like a real um, A grade committee in um, Bali at the moment. Who's in there? But um, I just no, just no names. That's just, always. You know. That's Bali's. I know. It's always. That. I, know, you, I know it's going to be like that. When you get there, do you yeah. just go full bogan, Vinten singlet, boardies, no. rank speed sunnies? No, I try and do just you get your hair braided. No, no, don't have enough. <laughs> you should. Did you used to go on footy trips there with all your rooster mates uh, or your buddies? We went, mates yeah, a couple of times. We went a couple of times. 
Yeah, right. That was uh, it was good times. <laughs> Real good times. We actually there one year with the Bra Boys. All the Bra Boys were over there. So we had a big party and it was awesome. Did you were you in with the Bra Boys when you were playing for South? Did you used to do that yeah. handshake with them? No, you're not allowed to. I'm not allowed to do it. Yeah, and they're right. not allowed to do it. So you got to you got to have the tat. The My Brother's Keeper tat. No, the Bra Boys tat. Oh, right. What's that tat? It's the, that the the handshaking. So you you oh, they, I can't do it because I'm not from Aruba. Yeah, right. So we could we could start our own if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like as in our own like former boys? No, our own. SEN uh, boys? Our own the handshake. Own shake. Uh, you have very large hands. We kind of do have a handshake where we – because uh, of Chingy. Oh, yeah. There's a have story. I told you, that's a good story. <laughs> so we've got time for this yeah, one. Yeah, go for it. This yeah. is a real So Hindy and I and James, we went down to the snow and we were doing <laughs> a, a skit and it was the – we stopped off at the uh, Hibernian Hotel at Goulburn. Shout out to the Burks who own that. And um, – they have the hottest hamburger in Australia, and it was ridiculously hot. And if you eat the if you eat the burger, your name goes on the board. Anyway, we did that, but then we had to drive from Goulburn down to the snow. Hindy, it rattled him. Hindy was spewing about ten minutes after. Yeah, it rattled me too. But I wasn't spewing; it was coming out the other end. I had to stop off on the highway and just drop one out. Oh, that's right. You guys are going. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. we get down. To, we were staying at the station. Remember that yeah. rank thing at Ginger Devine? <laughs> and we happened to we, – it's just a coincidence that Chingy – The rapper. The rapper. He's playing right LJ's. Yeah. Can you find some Chingy, Kibo? Can you, right can you find right there? I like <laughs> the way you do it right there, right there. So I left Hindy in his accommodation. Oh. I oh, know. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Before the concert, I'm busting. Well, because yeah. this was the whole setup for the whole thing was you were meant to be taking Hindy on a ski trip. But remember back then, you always had ulterior motives in the skis. Yes. Oh, and, and because I, cause I knew, sorry, Chingy. That's right. We knew Chingy was there and I was a big fan of Chingy. <laughs> but it, here he goes. <laughs> so we rock up to the station. Hindy is crook. I'm starting to get crook. And we're waiting for him. And like a, like a good rapper is, he's late. And so we get ushered into this <laughs> tiny, tiny room. And I go... Oh, he's not going to get the toilet. Like the, the size of this studio. Yeah, so like three metres by three metres because yeah. it's the tiny little stage, tiny little green room. So I've got I've got all the – my guts are rumbling and I've got to get rid of this hamburger because I've got the bad bowels anyway. Yeah. So I get in there. <laughs> I get in there and I just – and there's no one in there. There's no one in this, this room. All the boys are outside. Anyway, I'm in there for 20 minutes just hammering it, hammering the brasco. And then anyway, I come out at Reeks and I come out – and I opened the door and ching the whole gang we in there. All, we'd all moved into the room. No, no, you weren't there. It was yeah, just, we were. Yeah, so we, no, 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 no. In the green room. No, it was just Chingy and his mates, all his entourage. And I popped out and went, oh, shit. So I bolted outside. And then you were all oh, outside. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then right. they saw me leave yeah. going, what's this black doing in, the, in here? <laughs> I go out, grab James, get the camera crew, and we come in. Anyway, they've put two and two together. And I didn't wash my hands because there was no basin. It was just a brasco. So we go around, I shake everyone's hand, and then Chingy realises, looks at me, and goes, puts two and two together and goes, you were just in my brasco, and you just dropped one, and you didn't wash your hand. So then Chingy just wouldn't shake my hand. Just so he did, he, remember he did this thing, and then he went oh, like yeah, that? He's, yeah, he was going to shake my hand, and then he just went, oh, oh no. But he, um, it was, it was, it was actually pretty good, wasn't he? Like, after he, that? He was all right, yeah, and he went on, and I mean, he played this song like ten times, because yeah. he didn't, oh, he, he had a hotel... Motel Holiday Inn, I think. And he had another one. But Hotel Motel Holiday Inn, isn't that Pitbull? Maybe. Yeah. He, he, had a, he had a Holiday Inn. Worldwide, Mr. Worldwide he does that one. something else. Anyway, but, you want to sit next to Chingy on the floor. No. 
But you've got to think, so Chingy and his little entourage were sitting in that little room while God knows what noises were coming out of that. Right, they would have been going, what is going on in that bathroom? Because I, I was thinking to myself, there's no one in this room, so I can just let loose. But like, by the time I came out, Chingy and his gang were in there. Oh, mate. Like Harry Dunn with the Turbo Lax. That's, right. yeah, that's what it was. That's... Uh, here we go. Joshy from Tarmore. Is this just a glorified who do you hate segment? On that note, don't sit next to Ernie Dingo. Oh, heavy. I heard he's not a bad fella. Yeah. I wouldn't want to sit next to anybody from Sky News, says Gary at Blackstone. SEN men? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Send men. Send me. <laughs> Won't you send me a dream? Do, 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 make you the cutest. Okay, so, so Richie's swung it around. He wants to sit next to Kurt Mann. Kurt Mann would be good. Mile oh, high on know, another level. Yeah. And the hey, that's not bad. If you want, if there's a celebrity you want to sit next to. Oh, this is good, James. Like this is why radio and you mate. just mixing like oil. Lawn Hub call line, <laughs> one 1170 Yeah, if you've got a celebrity. Is there a celebrity you'd like to sit next to? Uh, yes. Who? Angela White. Uh, <laughs> she's in town, Gibbo, isn't she? Is she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't, um, haven't got the notification yet on my phone. That'll That's, come through soon, I think. I would like to sit next to Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray would be fun. Although he's a little bit tarnished lately, old Bill. What's he done? He's A lot of stuff's come out about him in the, on his movie sets. Oh, not like, bad treatment of Not Kevin Spacey and, areas. Not to that level. But getting close. Imagine what went on in the 70s. But I, I have a signed Groundhog Day poster that Bill, Bill signed. Murray. Yeah, because I was sick for Bill Murray. No, that's too easy. I like – let's go the other way. Celebrities you don't want to sit next to. Okay. Yeah. I apologise for, you know, tangents and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, what about you got um, – imagine momentarily being the biggest rapper in the world and then touring Australia a few years later and performing <laughs> at Chindabine and Ulladulla. I saw him in Ulladulla. <laughs> And he performed both his songs. I think he only had two songs. If you do get a chance, jump on YouTube. I'm assuming that Fletch and Hindy's on there. The Fletch and Hindy ski trip. I don't know what it was called. But you were dressed in, do you remember you were dressed in like 90s, like rap gear? You were like a white tight shirt. No, no, no. That was for when we went down to <laughs> Robinson when he killed me. So what were you dressed in for that? I just had the, the basketball singlet. That's right, yeah. So you and then I, like and then because Heidi, remember the gag was Heidi missed the whole show because he was stuck in, and I go, mate, what you met? You missed Chingy? He goes, where was he? And I said, he was right there. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel All Wheel Drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Well, not this afternoon. It's the Professor and Fletch, and we're having a great time. Fletch tossed up, which celebrity would you not like to sit next to? Because old Brooksy's about to get on a flight to Bali. Um, Bizzo. Bizzo. If you've got any answers for that, just remember there is the Lawn Hub call line, 1300 1170. Real Lawn Fanatics use Lawn Hub fertiliser uh, or text 0457 736 736. They're coming in thick and fast here. Um, one person doesn't want to sit next to Bill Cosby. For obvious reasons. Um, good afternoon, gentlemen. Mm. Paul from Hurstville. Is the Pope classified as a celebrity? Celebrity I wouldn't want to sit next to him. Fair enough. Which which one though? Francis. I reckon the Pope would be good for a yarn. Yeah. Like tell you some stories. Is who is it at the moment? Is it Francis? I, know, I only remember Ch- Pope John. Pope John Paul. That's yeah. the one that turned up at, at Randwick. We had to go at school oh, and go yeah. see him in the motorcade, yeah, and everyone was saying there's a chance he was going to get knocked. Was that the second? Pope John Paul II. 
Yeah, right. Got blessed by him. Did you really? Yep. You met him? I didn't meet him, but I was in the vicinity where he did his little, you know. You didn't go to Catholic school, did you? I did. I went to St. Augustine's Brookvale. Remember that weird Ash Wednesday rule? There was a lot of weird things going on. At, I know. At, so but I you, think it's, you think it's normal. <laughs> yeah. But it's not really normal, is it? No. No. Because I had my reunion on Saturday, Christian Brothers Bondi. How many years? No, it was anyone from 1980 onwards because school oh, closed Jesus. in 89. Oh, the school doesn't exist anymore. No. Yeah, no, right. Was know. it good? It was fun, but we were just saying there's some weird things you had to do at school. I remember the the altar boy. I was never an altar boy, but the altar boy wrought with the smoke and those things. Ding. Yeah, and they used to ring the bell in the middle of the uh, what was it? The when they were doing the Eucharist or whatever, yeah. and they'd ring the bell and standing up, sitting down, kneeling. Weird. Anyway. Yeah, very strange. Very strange. Um, any other answers coming in here? We've got. Um, I'll skip from Robbo. Won't let me say this. Where is this Robinson you speak of, Fletch? Considering 75% of your listener is from Robertson. Sorry. I just said Robbo, though, didn't I? I, I can't remember. Robinson. That was a good one. Ro- Robertson, that trip down there. <laughs> Heidi's got a, uh, he's got a full stand and a full ground named after. Have you got, is there a Brian Fletcher ground? Yes. Whereabouts? Here. This joint. Um, <laughs> now, just talking about this, England, we knew this was going to happen because they've been on the piss for four days. Five Are they days. getting pumped? England, four for 68 off 13 overs. Our man, Paddy Cummins, who we had on yesterday, he's taken too far. What did you tell him to make him build, uh, bowl better because of your causey shield? Just told him to put it line of length. Yeah, right. That's all you got to do. Because he wasn't great in the World Cup. Did you tell him that? Well, I didn't. A lot of our listener listeners in turned out Robertson. and said – no, they came out and said, you're too soft on him. Really? Well, I was going to bag him about the Linter thing. Oh, is that like what they wanted? They go, mate, what they say? You're too woke. What are you going to say in an interview? Say, so, mate, you don't like electricity. Mate, that's... that's Maybe your Linter was charging too much. That's what he thought. It, and right, he didn't like his bill. Yeah. And he said, I can change this up. Yeah, what's this? I'm going to get a... He said, either reduce my bill or I'm going to get you off the front of it. Otherwise, shirt. I'm going to red energy. Now, obviously, Glenn Maxwell not playing the big show. Injured himself at a party. Yeah. Do you have you heard what happened to Glenn Maxwell? All I heard that he was he was with his old school teacher, uh, knocking around the tennis court, and they were playing. Uh, bull rush. Not bull rush. <laughs> piggyback races. That's and legit. now he's out of the Australian team. Broke his leg, ankle leg. You're joking? Leg. Yeah, he's out yeah. for three. That's months. what I read somewhere. What do you reckon actually happened? Blind, got in a stink. Keys in the bowl sort of party? Uh, no, oh, but I think something something happened and they got into a wrestle, friendly wrestle, and he and snapped then, it. Yeah. Okay. But with school teacher, why would you invite your old school teacher? So it's it was Maxwell's school teacher, not a mate who's a school teacher. It's his old school teacher. He was piggybacking his school teacher. <laughs> his, <laughs> his old school teacher at a 50th. At a 50th. Hang on. Yeah, it's weird. How old was on the a teacher? Court. I don't know how well there's, there's no one saying that. It's just, it, you know, there's, there's holes in this story. There always is. Remember when Turbo Tommy did his hamstring and he supposedly did it in the shower? Shower. And then nobody really believed it. It was a porkathon. <laughs> I, thought he, I thought he was porking. Uh, we've got a call here. Rooster. 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 Ash. A lot of Rooster supporters here. There is. Ash, you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you, mate? Hello, Mr. Fletcher. Uh, it's Paulie. Yes. How are you, Paulie? Yes, mate. I was an altar boy. Yeah. No. And look, 
Look how I grew up, mate. Yeah, no, I know. You, I'm not saying anything about that. I just found the Catholic Church had a lot of strange traditions. Yes, they did. Mm. They did, and, and Lent was good. Lent was good. But what did you used to boys, give up? What did you give up for Lent? Um, well, I tried giving up alcohol when I was a bit older, as you would know. Yeah. That did, didn't work. No, no. Is this an old mate of yours? This is, my, this is Paulie Ashford, one of the greats. Paddock Colts royalty. Right. Paddock Colts royalty. Yeah. Uh, what do you got for and us? I find it a little, a little bit discriminatory that Christian Brothers Bondi Beach, where I was an altar boy as well, yeah. only had it from, uh, from the 80s, wasn't it? Well, I think it was, yeah, from 1980. Look, I didn't organise it. I, apparently it was on Facebook. Well, you can do your own, I Paul. Know, did did you? Did any teachers come? Yeah. So you're, were you I, piggybacking your teachers? No, at the I party? wasn't. I wasn't, but no. our teachers were pretty cool. One was in a band, Mr. Skillycorn. Man, he was a bass player. Yeah, I, 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 we started the rock mass down there. The what mass? As in, like, it was rock? called the rock mass. Because we had drums and guitars and everything in there. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Have you got anyone yeah, you wouldn't want to eat? Paulie, because we've got to, we've got to get yeah, to uh, the news, I think. Um, have you got anyone you wouldn't want to sit next to on a plane, a celebrity you wouldn't want to sit next to? A uh, celebrity, mate. Well, um, um, well, I can't think of any, mate. That's fair enough. Uh, That's all right, Paulie. Oh, that bloke, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I don't like Not him. Not on him, mate. Yeah, he talks uh, a lot. All right, all right, all right. Did you ever see his Oscars speech? Yeah, he's not weird. Yeah, he's on himself. Yeah, he was an altar boy too. Yeah, he was. All right. Thank you, Rooster Ash, Rooster Man. Yeah, Paulie. Paulie, Paulie. All right, well, hey, Fletch, we've got to get to the news here. Oh, but on the other side, yeah. lots more celebrities we don't want to sit next to. We'll be right back. Yes, you are on the run home with the Professor and Fletch this mm. afternoon, having lots of fun talking celebrities we don't want to sit next to. Let's talk some sports news now. Brian, yeah. NRL. That's what you're an expert of. I saw your analysis. Yeah. How'd you like it? Mate, it was good. Yeah. It was... I, was a, I got a lot of, uh, lot of heat. I, we, a lot of heat. I, I find it funny because I know you. Yeah. And I know you don't want to do that. Uh, well, who would want to get up at 4 a.m.? But I didn't mind it. Vonnie's very easy to work with. So is Cooper. Yes, absolutely. So they were doing all the heavy lifting. Well, not really. Bear's there was pulling his own. How did you go with the light relief? Like, was there a yeah. few zingers? Yeah, I did. I tried a few zingers. I might have been a bit too early for Vonnie and Coop. Yeah, a couple of zingers, but no. Well, are you getting a call up for the final? No. Who's on instead of you? That's mate. That's a joke. Uh, I don't know who's on. I don't. I couldn't tell you, but it would be a long day doing Super Saturday. Uh well, that would be tough. You used to do Super Saturday. Yeah, that mate. was a Shervo. Shervo, you know, we love Shervo. Yeah, we, he's a big fan. I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't. Not do now. It. It was I couldn't sh- do was, that long. It was a shorter one when you used to do yeah, it. Yeah, it was only it? one game. Yeah, so now it's three games. I, I couldn't. I, I could not do it. What about when you did the Friday analysis? Do you remember that? Oh, wasn't that weird? <laughs> so it was me, Hindy, and Matty. <laughs> yes, in suits. I remember that? And was yeah. it Brandy? No, no, Brandy. Who was the fourth bunny? There was only three of us. <laughs> there was only three of us. And we had uh, an encouragement award. So basically, instead of man of the match, we decided to do something different, and it was called Raj's Encouragement Award. Now, Raj, we met Raj. He was cleaning our car down in Goulburn. We were on a a road trip, and I just said, chatting away, Raj, how you going? He loved the show. So we did it. We filmed him, and then whoever had a shocker got the Encouragement Award. So instead of giving the man of the match, we basically gave someone who who kept dropping the ball. 
Uh, hashtag George <laughs> Burgess. And then um, <laughs> and we had Raj saying, right, it's now it's time for Raj's Encouragement Award. And it was him just waving in the camera with a chamois. That's right. <laughs> do, you, do you remember you <laughs> did right. that live cross to um, Woz and Brandy? And just before they came on for the live cross, you'd given the award out and said, congratulations, head down, and he's gonna, you're going to get your back wheels aligned. Do you remember that? No. And Brandy had tears. Get your, get your, oh, seat, so, so the get winner, your seats cleaned yeah, yeah, you get, and get your back wheels aligned. He was a heavy seat cleaner. He used to clean your seat unbelievably. And, and Yeah, you crossed, and Brandy had tears coming down his face. I can't believe we went to air. Was it a whole year? It was a whole year, and that was that was – that was the coverage. It was you talking about seats getting cleaned, about back wheels getting yeah, that would aligned. Have been a, that would have been a post game. Yeah. Um, you looked great in your suit. I remember always just thinking, because you and Hindy aren't naturally people that should wear suits. No, we're too. We're a bit You're of girls. large people. Large. And I think a, a large people shouldn't wear ties. Not if you've yes. got a big head. Well, and a thick neck. Thick neck. And, and the thing with Super Saturday, and anytime you sit behind a desk, your hands are so mm. massive, mm. they kind of take the focus off the game. <laughs> I can't watch. If your hands are on the desk and I'm at home You mentioned my mitts three I or can't. four times today. Well, I was I was very conscious of, because I was making fun of sock. Yes. I was making fun of uh, sugar with their hands, so I held the pen a la Tracy Grimshaw. <laughs> yeah, have, you ever, have you seen Is that what she does? She holds onto a pen. Oh, James, watch a current affair and watch. It, they look like fake arms. Because they don't move. Do not move. They, they might are like they're, they're st- still. And so I was trying to, because sugar, when sugar's very handsy, sock's quite handsy. Mate, uh, you put sock right off, because we chatted to him about last week. <laughs> you were in his head. Why? So, because he, every time he speaks now on TV, he's worried about his hands, because you made a comment about him being no, handsy. I love hair. I love watching people with hands. It's good. It's good to... Speak with your hands. Because I noticed that there, there was a, a break where he had them under the desk for a bit. <laughs> and I was saying to him, mate, don't have your hands under the desk. Not next, not while Tubby was next no, to him. No. People start, <laughs> people start talking. <laughs> that's the worst thing you do. All right, so let's talk some NRL news. Uh, big transfer rumours. Yep. Apparently Herbie Farnworth. Farnsworth. Farnworth? Uh, Farn, yeah. Farnworth to the dogs. Oh, well, it was. I think this is his management just trying to, because he was linked with the Chooks. Uh, he was linked with the Dolphins. How, how many more can the dogs sign? Because I've heard Moses. They're after Mitch Moses. Yeah, Sugar's got a theory, which is two books. Uh no, <laughs> no. Sugar has a theory on the Tigers, saying because we, we were told that Brooks was gone. Yeah, by a very reliable source. Yep, yep, yep. Brooks gone to Newcastle. All of a sudden, the last month. Brooks uh, staying at the Tigers and Jacko Hastings up to Newcastle. We're hearing that Brooks, that Mitch Moses said, if I come to the Tigers, I want Brooks there because they're very tight. Oh, right. So you think Moses is going to go back this to is, the no, Tigers? No, no, no. I don't think that. I'm just saying this is what That's Sugar's gross. theory, and I don't mind it. Now, the last theory of Sugar's that we backed was that thing at the Melbourne Cup. Oh, that was part of the Sugar Files. Which that theory didn't go great, did it? No, it didn't. No, this he's just here. He's, Where is Sugar today, by the way? Uh, he's gone to Shawnee Omerod's Shawnee Omerod's wedding. Oh, he's, he's the MC. Put so, his invoice in. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. who then does the sports bit today? Hamstrings. Hammy Goodman. Hammy. Hammy used to work on our show back in the day. Very funny man. Um, all right, no Lockie Miller to Newcastle. Nope. You, they um. Is that a spot, would you say, out of, you know, there's always these teams where good players go to and become rubbish? 
Mm. Obviously, the Gold Coast was for a long time. Mm. Back in the day, say, early 2000s, the Bunnies was. Uh, very nice. And then, very nice. Uh, would you say now Newcastle away. is well, that the reason place? why? No, because they're adamant. Adam O'Brien is adamant. Yes. <laughs> of putting Kalen <laughs> uh, at six. Okay. You're moving, say, they need a fullback. Lockie Miller would have been perfect. But Fitzy and the Sharks have said no. Because he's had, he, he had the, this was his debut year, and I thought he was brilliant. Obviously, uh, Will Kennedy's got that position there, but mm. Lockie Miller certainly um, is a first grader. He's too good to be playing reserve grade, so maybe they're thinking, put him on the wing. But they said no, Newcastle were desperate for him. How do you think old Jacko Hastings will go up there? Oh, look, he'll go. I still don't think he's a halfback, personally. I think he's a great lock forward and would suit the way lock forwards play these days. But uh, they've got him up there for, for the number seven jersey to steer the team around. Hopefully, Kalen can then just come off the back of that. He doesn't have to think about it. Jacko's got a good kicking game, but I think he's definite number 13. Mate, you're very good. This is why they've got you next to Cooper Cronk and Vonnie. Stuff like this. I'll put an invoice in. Yeah, it was like a double one for here yeah. as comedy relief and rugby league. Okay, it's fine, James. Whatever whatever you – I'm just going to just uh, – Round the grounds, England, oh, four for go. 86 of 16 overs. Stark, one for 21. All right, we're going to take another break. We'll be back. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Not this afternoon. It's the Professor and Fletch on a Thursday having a great time. Um, if you want to get involved in the show, just remember the Lawn Hub call line, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. 1170 Real lawn fanatics use Lawn Hub fertiliser. They do. Fletch, now, James, did you know that? James, you've got to be careful. You sit in this seat. Now, Benny here, and I'm with Benny here. Professor, you, you bald-headed bastard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't talk shite about the mighty rabbits. So um, drop off. Yeah, they weren't so mighty when in the what the early 2000s, were they? Yeah, we, when we you right. were there. We went all right. Anyway, moti rabbits, mate. Learn how to talk. Learn how to speak. <laughs> or, hey. sp- or spell even. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. Hey, um, yes. You, there's something you saw in the AFLW. I did. So Jess Hosking, uh, she's been uh, slapped down over kill bitches message. So instead of because you know rugby league players, uh, we've seen in the fold some. See, uh, Matt Lodge had something C. written on. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, it's great to know that the girls are getting around it. Because Jess had written on her, she got a lot of strapping on her shoulders, and it said "kill bitches." So she's gotten out there. She looks quite mean too. How but, has she written that on there? I reckon somebody else has they written have. It on there. She would have had to, but she's, got, she's like, a lefty. She's got love hearts written all over it. A lot of on, like a shoulder. She must have a bodgy uh, uh, rotator cuffs. So they've got the strapping on there, but kill bitches. It's a theory with that that she's about to make a tackle, and they see it. As they're running well, at them? Well, the reason why players used to write on their forearms is so they could look down to remind them. I don't know how she could see that, the, the strapping. No, bit, you know, did you ever used to write stuff on your strapping? No, I didn't. I didn't, just the coordinates of where I'd have to pick up certain things, <laughs> but we got rid of them. Um, no, never not, never one for, for doing that. But, yeah, you know, it's an NFL thing. That's where it came from because the quarterbacks have their little – Laptops on there, you know those little yeah, computers. Yeah, the, the plays. Well, in the old is days, that electronic on there. Yeah, it's wrist. electronic. You're joking. Yeah, and then they they can they got they, they've got speakers in their helmets. So they can talk to the attacking coach. It's full on away yeah, right. games because the home crowd's so loud. Yeah, 
So they've got the plays on and the wrist. And is it only the quarterback the... that talks to the coach? Generally, yes. you've got the offensive coordinator yeah. or the play caller who'd be doing That's that. Amazing. That's where it came from. So in the old days, the NFL quarterbacks would have it written down there. Now that they've the technology, but players, I've seen players write a lot of it. Their kids' names, mm-hmm. uh, names of kids that they don't even know. They just write down there just to get them. Future like, kids. If you don't have a kid. Yeah, right. Uh, do you think that had ever happened in the league? What's this? That the coaches would talk directly to the players. Uh, it will. It'll come. All right, we've got to go for a break. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Yes, welcome back to the second hour of the run home with thanks to Hyundai, Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It is the Professor and Fletch this afternoon. Now, if you missed the first hour of the show, we had a great time. Brooksy is off to Bali, isn't he? He is, yes. Uh, And we were talking about which celebrity he wouldn't want to sit next to. Because he's in uh, business class. Of course. I um, mean, he's flying, Brooksy, and he's doing mm. very well. So people have been messaging in. It is, it is 0457 736 736 if you have a celebrity that you don't want to sit next to or the Lawn Hub call line is 1300 1170 or text, as I said, 0457 736 736. If you want to get the first hour on the podcast because you've missed it, mm. you can subscribe at Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We've got an epic couple of hours coming up. We're going to be talking to former NRL player Nick Youngquest, and we've got the run-home quiz, which is my favourite part, Fletch. It's yes, I can always a lot of fun. Uh, now, we have a very special guest mm. in studio, Fletch. This is very exciting. Uh, from the Real Love Boat on 10 and Paramount. Is that correct? This is Hannah Ferry. Hello, Hannah. How are Hi, you? Hi. How are you going? Very, good. going very good. Now, Hannah, before we get into the Love Boat, yes. uh, did you ever watch the original Love Boat? I watched um, an episode before I left and then two episodes while I was on the cruise ship. Okay. So the original Love Boat was one of my favourite shows. Yeah. Because it was ahead of its time. There was a lot of innuendo, uh, Captain Stubing, the doctor was a bit of a dirtbag. Yeah. So they were always trying to break up relationships and try and get in with the guests because it had always been a single, there'd be a single lady. Yeah. And the doctor and the doctor, Captain Stubing and Gopher. We're always trying to outdo each other. Mm. Tell us about the the new love boat. How how does it all work? So the new love boat, you have the two Cupids, which is Daniel Duty and myself. Yes. And we kind of spy on the dates. We uh, plan really amazing dates on shore for the couples. Yes. Um, and we play matchmaker the whole time. Okay. Are they a couple when they come onto the boat or is it a bit like Love Island? No. So they had um, a speed dating session in mm. Barcelona in this beautiful villa. Uh, they cu- coupled up then. They join the boat as a couple and then you have repartnering ceremonies throughout the season. Do people get voted off? Like, do, is there a walking the plank ceremony or do, are they on there the whole time? Is there roses? Or... I actually suggested the plank yeah. situation. Yes. HR had an issue with oh, it, so unfortunately Always it was HR. scrapped. Oh, they really get in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, couples who basically are left without a partner get booted off. So anywhere, oh. well, wherever you are in yeah. the Mediterranean, you just let them off. There yeah. you go. Best of luck. Yeah. Good luck. And why are they, why are they <laughs> all so ridiculously good looking? Because it, it doesn't seem like that's real life. Well, they just had to, you know, find people the same as Duty and I. Yeah, and yeah oh, well, that's, 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 yeah. that's a fair point. Have you ever thought of sliding just one slob in? You know, just one sort of unemployed 40-something bloke. Have you got someone in mind? Yeah, like us three. <laughs> us three, we'd be happy, happy to do it. Now, Hannah, how, so 
How did you get into be? Are you a yachty? Is that is that the? Yes. How yes. did you get into this sort of? So industry? I worked um, on super yachts in the Mediterranean for six years. Yes. And then I did the show Below Deck Mediterranean. Oh, we love that. Yes, for five years. Uh, then I had a little bit of time off. Had a baby. Yes. Got married. Bought the house quickly, then got back to work. Yeah. And so that's how I ended up on the cruise ship matchmaking. Okay. And what do you do now? Are you still? So now I have a weekly podcast, Dear Reality, You're Effed. Say that again. Can I say that? You can say effed. Go for your life. What's it called? Dear Reality, You're Effed. Ah, yes. So I interview um, reality TV stars. Yep. So I interviewed Captain Lee this morning. You'd know him. Champion Captain Lee. Ah, he is a legend. He used to like help me a lot when I had What's Captain Lee from? Come on, guys. What have we got? Below Deck. Below Deck Caribbean. Sorry. Sorry. And I didn't realise he had a pretty tough with his son. Like a pretty. Yeah. So we touched a lot on that this morning. Yeah. His son passed away. Yeah. Which was. It was devastating. He walked in on. Yeah. On his body after oh, that's so, fentanyl. Yeah. So it was really heartbreaking. So I had like a really emotionally draining morning when I was crying on my own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and then I've got a training company, which is Oceans International Training Academy. Uh, so okay. we basically teach people how to get into the yachting industry. Right. Just all around the world or just Australia? All around the world. So, okay. yeah, we've got 500 students worldwide. So that's okay. You're all right, mate. You got excited after that last one. So obviously you are in the you weren't working in the Mediterranean a lot on these super yachts. Yes. What can you we're talking about celebrities we don't want to sit next to. Yeah. Was there a yacht that you were on that had a crazy megastar on it? Were you ever on, say, Greg Norman's yacht? Were you ever on, say, James Packer's yacht when he had his shirt off? Was there ever <laughs> you know he likes to yeah. do that? Oh, uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, did you meet Bezos from I Amazon? Bezos. I did not. I yeah. did not. The um it's so funny, actually. I saw an article the other day with Elon Musk. Did you see those photos of him topless in yeah. the Greek Islands? Yeah. And everyone's like, he's on this super yacht. I'm like, aren't you a bit richer than that? Because that's like a, I don't know, right. thirty to 40,000 a week yacht. Ah, I would right. expect to be, to, to be a bit bigger. Well, you he, know? Need, he needs to be electric too. Is there, you might need an electric Yeah, boat. that's true. Maybe it needs to be smaller. Yeah, he needs, brand, yeah, brand awareness. Did it have a Tesla marking on it? It did not. And it wasn't even his, apparently. It was a friend's. Yeah, right. And didn't tip well. well what does that oh, mean? Yeah. What does below, what does, doesn't so in tip below, well? In Below Deck, yes. after the guests, they're on for three days, the charter. Yes. They got a tip. And it's, they're all. Literal tips. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant like a keel. I was oh, going back no, to Australia no, no, too. No, no, no. And then all the, well. st- all the staff get to share it. Right. and But this is the thing. If the food's – this is the one thing I don't understand. If the food's shit house, yeah. you all suffer. This is true. Isn't but it? then they could also say, like, if the cabins or the drinks are shit, then you all suffer as no, well. No, but I think food is the main thing. Don't you reckon? Have you seen the guests on Below Deck? They need the food drink. less or Isn't more they? food. Uh, let me ask you this. <laughs> and <laughs> Is it like a giant cruise ship in that if it gets gastro, it just rips through everybody? Yeah. On like a super yacht? Yeah. Or is it not as bad? Is it a bit? I guess it probably would be, but because you have such fewer people, it happens so little that it's probably like the same as if you got gastro in your house, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. The rest of the family will get it and that's about it. Did you ever think that you could make a career after Below Deck now of what you're doing? Like, did did you ever think your wildest dreams that you'd be having your own podcast, being on another reality show where you're the host? Yeah. Probably not. It's all kind of just happened eventually, I guess. 
Um, but obviously, you know, it, it doesn't happen to everyone. You do need to work hard and kind of hustle at it. Yeah. Um, you can't just sit and expect things to come to you. So. Because in Below Deck, you were quite tough. Yeah. Like I was quite scared of you and I wasn't even <laughs> weak. How do you handle that being a host now? Are you, are you, is it the same sort of character or you got to hold – you have to hold back a little bit. I think I definitely, for the first kind of few days of filming, it was very much like kind of, do you want my actual personality? Do you want my kind of what you saw on Below Deck? Do you want more what I am now? Because I think as well that people need to understand, like I started Below Deck at 26. I'm 35 now. And I was very much like a hardcore party girl at the time. Yeah. So I've softened naturally in life. Just. Yep getting a bit older, a bit wiser, becoming a mother, all of those things kind of soften your personality and you become a bit more empathetic. Yep. So I kind of just went in with who I am now. So when you say tough on Below Deck, what do you mean? Well, Hannah was the boss of so, so of the uh, of the, of the staff. No, only of the interior, interior. which means uh, they make the beds, they clean right. up. Service. And, and so if they didn't make the bed correctly or if the service wasn't great, you would be on them. Yes. And but they're, they're what right. I've noticed, they're always trying to get your job. Yeah, this is true. So a second stew, sometimes they've already been a stew, like they've been a chief stew, and it's, there's a oh, bit of a, there's a they battle. they get demoted. No, well, it's just, say, for example, with Below Deck, obviously it is about the ability to do the job, but they're making a TV show, so they need mm. the right people for television. Right. So they could take, especially with me, they liked when people poked me a lot because I would react. Yeah, right. So Very they'd good. take a chief yeah. stew of another boat, put her in as my second stew. She'd be filthy all season. Yeah. and we'd That'd run. build the tension. Yes, oh, exactly. Good. Now, Hannah, we've got a thousand more questions for you, but we need to take a quick break. Okay, Will done. you hang around? Of course. Very oh, good. Nice. We'll okay. be back with Hannah. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEN. Yes, it is the run home. It's the Professor and Fletch this afternoon, and we have a very special guest in the studio with us. This is a delight, Fletch. Um, From the Real Love Boat, which is on 10 and 10 play, and the final episode, Hannah, is tonight at 8.30 p.m., Yes, it's so exciting. So if you haven't seen it, go binge it on 10 Play. It's a very good binge-worthy show. How many episodes are we talking? 13. Okay, knock them out before 8.30 tonight, so you're going to get started. <laughs> Hang on, can I ask 20 past four. Do many partners swap? Has someone started with a, in a relationship and they've had There is, yeah. yeah. And there's some couples that are still together. Really? Yes, oh, hand on heart. Yeah, right. And is there a winner? There Does is a winner. Win? It's announced tonight Right. 8.30. What do they win? What do they win? The boat. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. COVID. They don't. They do not win that. They win a cruise. Okay. In the oh, Mediterranean okay. with you? No. Hannah is there. <laughs> Can I ask you this, Hannah? What do you think the popularity or why does the public love reality shows? Why in the last 15 years, 10 to 15 years, everyone just loves reality shows? Oh, I think it's because it's kind of human nature to watch a show and want to love someone and then love hate someone and watch people's development. And when you're watching actors, like you can not like somebody, but you're not not liking them. You're not liking yeah. the portrayal of them. Whereas when you're watching reality TV, it's real raw emotion. It's people's, you know, vulnerabilities and their ups and their downs that you get to see and kind of go through. And I feel like you have like an affiliation with them yeah, and you can like relate to them, you know? Can I ask you this? Did you get, um, you would have, you would have got fan mail or now it's Instagram. DMs. DMs. sliding into the DMs. Did you get a lot of people like 
not happy with the way you were portrayed? Like, were they oh, angry yeah. with you saying you're a bitch? Oh, oh, I've had heaps of that over the Were you years. a bit of a villain? Um, Not I a was, villain, you're I just was, tough. Yeah, I was tough. And like if you, okay, so the people that hate me the most, uh, the ones on Instagram, they always have a Bible verse in there, uh, you right. know, they hate me. They hate everybody. Yeah. yeah. And then it's all those kind of old school people that go like, women are there to be seen, not heard. You can't speak back to men, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wow. So those people hate me as well. Right. So. Okay. And do you respond? No, I, I do find it very entertaining. I got one the other day that said like, oh, I'm so happy to see where you've ended up in your life. I'm really glad you didn't get an STD and die. <laughs> I was oh. like... Oh Jeez. my gosh, oh, wow. that's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah. So we used I, to send get, that, I send that to Jimmy Smith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used, we text. used to get a, bit, a lot of hate when we started doing our comedy stuff yeah. on Twitter because it was just people didn't like us making fun of the sport. So we I used to do a lot of uh, rugby league and cricket comedy. Yeah. yeah. And people hated that we were making fun of this thing that was so precious to them on the weekend. Yeah. And we found that the only way you could respond to the trolls was to agree with them. Yeah. Yeah. To say, you're right, I am bald and unfunny. But and then they wouldn't know. But Twitter is a very dark hole. Oh, it's horrible. Like, Twitter's and the Elon's worst. And Elon's just making it worse. I what, know. what about if you had a few wines? You had a, you've had a <laughs> so, And you start getting, because then you've sort of. No, so this is what used to happen. So back when I first started, I was based in the south of France, which means the show would air at 3 a.m. So I'd go to a beach club all day drinking rosé, and then I'd stay up till 3 a.m. and live tweet the show. Yeah. And that wasn't good. <laughs> no. Because no one needs 15 hours of rosé <laughs> and then, like, free reign. But social media wasn't as big even back then, so you didn't have, like, you know, BuzzFeed and stuff, creating full articles about your Twitter fight. So I was very grateful I used to do that back then and not, you know, my last few years. Okay, we've got a text here from Pommy Rabideau. Mm-hmm. And he says, my mate's a captain of a big super yacht. And he said, below deck is just a bunch of actors. Below deck's just like home and away, really. <laughs> Thoughts, Hannah? So if I could act that well, I wouldn't be doing <laughs> below deck. Yeah. I'd be up there accepting an Oscar. Yes. I'm not that good of an no, actress. Okay. Did they ever get you to redo something? Did you? Yeah, of course. Look, right. it's, you know, it's still television and mm. they're still going to miss a shot or a guest is going to walk through the lens like at a pivotal moment. And, you know, you're always going to have to do re, like redo little bits. But it definitely was never a case of like, can you go and pretend to cry again about yeah, right. this or yeah. go and have that fight again? Right. It was more like... Or say this. They yeah. don't put words in your mouth. No, you were doing a call to provisioning and somebody f***ed up. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. Somebody That's messed right. up the audio. Yeah, mess, 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 mess. Mess, messed up the audio. <laughs> um, and sorry. That's no, fine. This is what podcasting does to you sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. No. So, yeah, you, you would reshoot things like that, but nothing, like, real. What about the dude that owns it? Because he owns a franchise, doesn't he? What's his name? Mark Cronin. As no, in the television guy? No, or the he, guy? no, the guy that you do you know, when you do your reunion show. Oh, Andy Cohen. Yeah, is he the owner? No. Mark Cronin is like the creator and owner of Below Deck. And does he also do like the Housewives as well? No, that's Andy Cohen. So he works for NBC. So right. 51 Minds is like the production company that okay. owns it. They sell it on to NBC Bravo. And the money that it's been generating, I read an article, it's massive. Yeah. I'm massive, massive, massive. Yeah. And do so, you get re- I should have asked for a bit more. <laughs> well, do you get, that's my next question. You're getting paid yes. as a... As a yachty, yes. as um, your chief stew, and then you get your tips. Yes. And then you get money from the production company as well? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And is this an international show? Like oh, yeah. If you, yeah. So, so in America, people 
Yeah. If you There's like there, a group though. of guys in Finland that walk around with my like photo on their T-shirt on pub crawls. It's hilarious. I'm like, Finland? Oh, right. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Have you got any shirts left? I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you one next I'd time. I wear one. All right, I think that's all we got time for. I could chat all day. Absolutely. Hannah, this has been. This is. I'm fangirling. Oh. Fanboying. What do I say? Fan fanboying. 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 So let's give yeah. it one last plug here. Yeah. One yes. last big push tonight. Tonight's the last finale. episode. Yes. Eight thirty, Channel Ten, and yes. then if you haven't seen it this weekend, start binging on Ten Play. You will not regret it. You've got six hours to do 13 episodes. No, four <laughs> hours and, and you to know, do one thing episodes. I was thinking, I was just thinking, Kyle and Jackie O, obviously. Yeah. Jackie O's crook. You need to go in. Ah, I think they've got one of the Bachelor girls. No. Nah. Yeah. She's not She's not much chop. Okay, Kyle, Jackie O, get me in. Yeah, oh. Hannah is going to be the new Jackie O. Very good. <laughs> All right, you're on the run home with <laughs> Professor and Fletch. We'll be back. You're on the run home, the Professor and Fletch, having a wonderful afternoon for your Thursday. Just a reminder, if you want to get involved, one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. That's the Lawn Hub line. It if is. you need to make your lawns look and smell awesome, uh, or text. Smell. Yeah. Smell. Awesome. How do you make your lawn oh, smell? Oh my God! It, there's nothing better than the smell of a fresh cut lawn. Yeah, I understand that when it's cut. But mm. how do you make it smell good otherwise? Cologne. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, well, actually, what did you think of? Um, Hannah, because I know you're a fan as well. Yeah, good insight into Very. Below Deck and the reshooting of scenes. Yeah. Because you watch it and you just think it's all play on. Oh, they have but, to sometimes. Yeah. I know oh, what no, she no. means, where stuff gets stuffed up. But there's a lot of a romance too. I wanted to get to that. How, I wonder it. how much they show on the real love boat. Like, is it? it's on at 8.30. Uh, is there nudity? Uh, there's not nudity. But there's innuendo. There's a lot of Duna covers going over. Really? Or is just like the camera pan away? No, a lot of action because they use the the night cameras. You're joking. Mm. Like in Below Deck. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh, Prof, this sounds really creepy. No, it, well, I'm going to watch – well, I've got to binge all of them. So I'm going to have from 6 p.m. to late 30 p.m. to watch 13 episodes. Yeah, but you're a bit highbrow with your No, I just – I'm not – look, I don't watch reality TV. Do you yeah. want me to tell you why? Why? I got burnt. So my brother won the block. Oh, jealousy two. Season two down yeah, in Manly. That's right. And I spent a lot of time. What what used to happen was my dad and I, Andrew, would sneak us in. And we were doing all of the building. They didn't know. And um, my dad. I've, I've seen what? you with your hands. And you are I'm shocking. hopeless. My, my, my father's the son of a carpenter. Right. An Irish carpenter that came it's out not, here. Oh, Jesus is Joseph. <laughs> It was Jesus. Uh, yeah, my, my dad is Jesus. And no, your dad is Joseph. My dad is Joseph. <laughs> Andrew's Jesus, and I am Barabbas. Doesn't matter. Um, so I, my dad would go in and help him with all the building and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, anyway, on the show, I went in. There was an episode where they finally filmed me, and I thought this is my big break in TV. And then I texted all my mates and said, "Watch tonight. I'm finally on the block. My brother's on." And they. Supered me as Andrew's brother Jason comes oh, to visit. Yes. Remember yeah. that? Yes, and then for like that's right. Seven years I was known as Jason. Jason. Hey, Jason. That explains a lot. That explains why you get to Stropford. Yeah, yes. no, there's a lot of because listener, I get listener. I'm going to pull back the curtain here. James Rochford is the professor. He's very, very enjoyable. He's happy go lucky, but he's also got a mean streak. It's it's a cranky streak, yes. and it's no my Stropford. Whole, Stropford. My whole family suffers from it. Yeah, where a red mist descends. Andrew wouldn't. 
butter wouldn't melt Brooksy, in his you know mouth. my brother. No. He's one of the great Stropfords, no. if not the greatest. No way. you got an That's article there, mate. Let's would do say. that, yeah. mate. <laughs> do your little article. Oh, I'm getting Stropford. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll Stropford. Just, just, just before we do this, we like to have a punt on this show. And lads, Hawkesbury race six, number two. Has it already jumped? Talk to me, boys. Race six, I'm number not two. Sure. You're, you're our betting, uh, yeah. Doyen. Race what am I looking six, at? Hawksby race uh, 23 seconds. Are they? Uh, Hawksby it, race six, number two. Jumps in for, of course humans? it's horses. Oh, it might have been, I don't know, maybe. Oh, the dish Might have been the dish lickers. Chrissy, Kingdom of Gold. It opened at $3.50 and it's blowing like a Megan. It's now $8.50. <laughs> All right. But do I'm going to get on. Do you know Chris? Yeah. Okay. And he's been very, very strong in the tipping. All right. Very good. Except now, for that one. Except for that one. Formula okay. One. Well, well is, this, article. Is, this a, is this a lovey or a feudy? I think it's a, a feudy. Might I think feudy. feudy. Yeah. Can yeah, you yeah. get a gibbo, please? Feudy appears to be in very serious condition. The man alive. He dies. He It's time for another chapter in Fletcher's Feuds. Okay, so we were talking about this on Monday. It was actually Joel Kane's Monday A-grade. Gibbo, feel free to jump in and correct my facts here. Red Bull drivers, Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez, they're teammates. And what had happened was Max Verstappen, um, James, has pretty much sewn up. Well, he has. He's sewn up the Formula One World Championships. And they asked in the last Grand Prix if they could – he would let his teammate, Sergio Perez – go around him. Max Verstappen's in front of him. Ah, uh, so that he can win one of the titles. And would become second. Oh. Anyway, Verstappen of course he. Yep. has just said, no, not. I'm not doing it. He's already won the world title. So he got Joel's A grade. He was blocking his own teammate from becoming second and moving up the world championship. Now, Verstappen, mm-hmm. well, he was going for a world record for most wins in a year, right? Is yeah. that is that still a possibility? Is that he's why he's done it? it? He's already done it. He's, oh, he's already won. Is he trying to set the bar... So high that nobody who knows, know. but he's an A grade. Yeah, no, because right. they got all the audio, and he said, "No, I'm not doing it." And poor old Sergio Perez. Well, it's gotten uglier this feud. So the mother of Formula One world champion Max Verstappen has accused her son's teammate, our man Sergio Perez, on cheating on his wife. So Sophie Kumpman, Kump Kumpen, is reported to have deleted a social media post yeah. where she accuses Red Bulls driver Sergio Perez of being unfaithful. The deleted post is an incredible twist in the already explosive drama that has erupted. So during the race, as I said, wouldn't let him go, blah, 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 blah. But his mum has jumped in and she's got 100,000 followers. And what had happened was basically she wrote on there, uh, Sergio Perez was a photo of him with his wife and his child. And then Verstappen's mum just went, Hashtag, and then in the evening, cheating on his wife. Yeah, right. Had she been drinking rosé till 3 a.m.? She then... might have been with Hannah on the, on the, in the... Mate, evening. I think it's... Is it a million followers she's got? No, she's got, than... she's got 100,000. No, she's got 100,000 on, yeah, right. on Instagram. Because there was drama that Sergio, uh, when he a couple of years ago, was caught on a boat <laughs> in the Mediterranean having a bit of a party with models. Not with Hannah? No, not with Hannah. Um, and his wife wasn't on. So he, he's copped a little bit of flack yeah, in the past. Right. But he, Max, Max Verstappen's mother's now jumped into it. She's an A grade. Why, why is it, she getting in? What's that got to do with her son not letting him? Why are you bringing that up now? What's, well, everyone's turned on Verstappen for saying he's an A grade. She's like, watch this. I'll show him. I think actually the Formula One, uh, they said you're an A grade. 
Is that what? That's what I heard. So he got handed yeah. a hat? Yep. Joel's send, a, yeah, Joel's Joel waiting for his head size. <laughs> but why is, why is Max Verstappen's mum jumping in? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if hey, put it this way: if one of your kids, if everybody was calling, you know, say Mayor or yeah. Scarlett an A grade, yeah, would you jump in and defend them and no. say you just let it go? No, well, I wouldn't jump on Instagram and say, no, nah, no way. Did your mum ever defend you while you were playing? Did she ever uh, get on of, a I Telegram a, or? I had a lot of indiscretions. Do you think it could be a case like we just heard from Hannah, 18 Roses, she's gone on Insta and she's just told the world what she really thinks and then maybe just realised what she has done. She's quite young delete, too. Delete, delete. She looks quite young. Verstappen looks young. How old's Verstappen? She, uh, I love how you say Verstappen. Because well, he's, he's Dutch. He's just turned yes. 22. Hey. Is he 22? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's a baby. So mum might be 42. Oh, I don't know. What happens in the Netherlands? Do they have children young? 25. Snapping. You can smoke pot. I know that. You can smoke pot everywhere now. Uh, have you been to Amsterdam? I have. Oh, geez, oh. I have been to Amsterdam. I went there uh, when I was over there playing for Wigan, and it was awesome. Great town. Did you? Were you playing in Amsterdam? Or no, no, you... we just had a weekend off. And so we took the kids and just went to Amsterdam. You took kids to Amsterdam? Yeah. Just got them on the bikes, go around the canals. <laughs> have you been to Amsterdam? No, not yet. But it is on the list. Actually, our guest who's coming on, Nicky uh, Youngquist, yeah. he was plastered all over um, Amsterdam because he was doing. He was modelling for Paco, Paco, Raban, Russell, yeah, Paco. Wow. Does he still do that modelling? That must pay all right. He was every, He was on yeah, t- Times Square. It. Yeah, she's have jumped around. Who was that hmm. texter we were talking about last week? He said, "I try and get. I try and get on, but you blokes jump from <laughs> the call topic yeah, yeah. to topic." Uh, we better cookie. cookie that's right. We better get into this, boys. Um, Pedro, the rooster. You there, yeah. Pedro? Oh, Pedro's here. How you going, boys? Yeah, going good, mate. Boys, mate. Uh, just quickly, you want to get over to Amsterdam if you're a youngster, because I think they're going to pull the pin on the uh, on the pot shops to tourists. Can you believe it? Really? But that's what about the red light district? Yeah, How you go down those little skinny alleyways, and you, it's so narrow. You got to go like. Shoulder to shoulder. Well, you know they're starting to buy Sideways. back the windows. So they're putting artwork in them. Oh. So there's a local group, because obviously each window is real estate, and <laughs> so they can – you can basically buy the window. Yeah. And so there's a group of wealthy people that don't want the, the – LJs. Yeah, LJs there anymore. So yeah. they're buying them and putting artwork in. So as you – because you do the Red Light District tour any time of day. Three or four times. And, week, you, yeah. <laughs> and you walk up and down. And now so you, you would see, you know – a lady of the night, lady of the night artwork. Ah, oh, gotcha. Like a, like a weird painting, and then so I like think, like Instagram where it's like post post ad. Yeah, like just it, mix it, it up like a bit. It's, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, yeah. very odd. So, and I remember the tour I was on, which um, was in the middle of the day, obviously with yeah. a large group of us. Um, they said there's like a year twenty thirty five or something. By then, they're hoping to have bought Let's every pull, window. Well, it's a profession. Anyway, sorry, uh, Pedro. What, what do you want to chat about, Pedro. mate? Now, I wonder your little uh, question on who, what celebrity would you not like to sit uh, next to on a flight? Might it be Russell Crowe? Can you, can you imagine me being next to Russell with him in that baritone voice reading out the Book of Feuds for about 12 hours? Yeah, well, you, you on that. would you mention, okay, Pedro, if you're sitting next to Russell, would yeah. you mention that you're a Chucky supporter? Would I what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I? But um, you made me think, um, Fletch, while you were over there um, captaining the dirty, dirty rabbits, mm-hmm. 
you would have been besties with Russell, wouldn't you? Have you got any Not, stories of? Uh... Oh, I've got I've got the uh, infamous one when we were playing footy one night, and I put him through a wall. But that's uh, – I'll have to charge you three grand cash for that. Um, <laughs> no, he, he – I only met him a couple of times. And I did – I'll tell you what I did get off him. I um, During Origin, he left a bag of um, goodies for me at the door. Okay. Like, what goodies? Like Hello. wine. Like an Oscar? No, like a, a hamper. Really? Which like I a, thought was well, – he said congratulations for – Making rep footy, playing for Souths, and we run last. Did you? Was make... there any Amsterdam action there? Or... No, no, none of that, none Was of it... that. But I'm hearing oh, he okay. doesn't mind a little bit of a potty. So you <laughs> made bit of the... reps while you were playing for Souths. Correct. I didn't realise that. So my number, which I love, I'm the 69th number no. 69th international to play for South Sydney. Six nine. How have we not heard that story? Yeah, I know. That's a beauty. You should get the tattoo on you. Whereabouts? Uh, well, you've got a few tats, don't you? You've got you've got, got the, the roosters tattoo, roosters. and I've got an eels tattoo. Oh yeah, got a roosters tattoo and an eels tattoo. With the Where could you get that tattoo? Thank you, Pedro. I'm gonna let Pedro go because he's tonguing for a. You also bong. have <laughs> you <laughs> got, got a bottle. tattoo on your Batutski as well, don't you? I do. Me and Nathan Hindmarsh after the 2000 <laughs> World hey, Cup. Old got, butt brothers. I've got a stamp. Yeah. World Cup champions. Well, Freddie said, "Let's go get one," and it was only. It was only myself, Hindy, and Darren Britt who got it. I wonder if they'll get something similar if they win on the weekend. They're all pretty cool now, aren't they? Yeah. Like they don't – different times, James. Who would get it? Uh, the Liam Fox, Martin. Fox oh, would get one. Yeah. Nathan Cleary would get one. He's got that dirty big panther on his side. His ribs. Have you seen that? Has he really? Oh, James, it's – it's. it looks like um, – it looks like a uh, – like a real artist has done it. Like, a, a, a Penrith Panther. Are you looking yeah. this up, Brooksy? Look, if you get a chance. Why would you get that? And that's done? his only tattoo. He got one tattoo and he got it. Oh, man. And it says champs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it champs or chops? Champs. Oh, champs. man. What's he do you doing? Do you get any tattoos? No, I don't have any tattoos. What, what yeah, do you I got a, a baton and a ball just on my chest. You do not. Oh, I do. Show yeah. me. Pull it down. Oh, my God. Gibbo. Yeah, it was... Why? Just me and a mate one night, we were just blind drunk and he couldn't get in anywhere. He, he forgot his ID, he forgot his ID, so we were up the cross trying to get into LJ's, get into anywhere to let us in and after a few more beers, he was just like, oh, well, should we just go get a tattoo? So my name and mate got the bat and ball on our chest for some it, stupid reason. Identical tats. Yeah, he's got it in the exact same You've got to put that part. on. Do you have like a... You do. Put it on your... TikTok. Twitter or your TikTok or your Instagram. Yeah. Put it on something. People need to see that. Well, do they? Really? Yeah. I think so. It's really rank. Oh, well, yeah. But did I'm happy you, did you it. draw them yourself? And then they no, traced out like of them? 300 bucks. That I just cost found 300 something bucks. on oh, 250 on Google Images. And yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy with it. Like, I don't, I don't mind it anymore. No, but oh, you, no, no, no. It's good. I, you I mean, pull it off. You yeah, can absolutely. Pull, you I, can pull it off. I, just, yeah. I can't believe how much tattoos cost. Yeah, 200. Well, thankfully, he paid for it. So. So what sweet. about tatter removal? Oh, yeah. So me and my wife were in Thailand. We got the girl's initials. I got it on my biceps after a bottle of tequila. Oh, but that's written in? Thai. Okay, great. In Thai. I just and thought the bloke was Anyway, with, it was it? 50 bucks. Brick got it on her wrist and has sp- and spent $1,500, probably two grand, getting it removed. Has it, has it done a decent job getting rid yeah, of it? Yeah, it's gone. It's perfect. So if you're in that sort of industry. Yeah. Surely you've invested something somewhere there. No, I've thought about it. 
Because you see a tattoo parlour and always, well, not always, but often two doors down, the tattoo removalists these days, they seem as common as the parlour. Yeah, that, that is a good earn. Have you got one, Brooksy? You got a tattoo? Zero. You might get one in Bali when you're over there. What should I get? Um, get uh, like Steeler. three's a crowd written Ooh. or? The ball and the star. <laughs> if the Steelers got back into the comp, would you get one? Possibly. If Okay, Peter Volandi said the only way. Yes. The Steelers are coming yeah, back. Yeah, no, yeah, I'll do it. On your face, though. Mm. <laughs> on your forehead. Where? On your forehead. <laughs> I'm not getting it. What about an Illawarra <laughs> Hawks tat? No, if I got the star on one shoulder and the football on the other, you know, like that Steeler logo where it's the old one? Yeah. yeah. I'd get that. Uh, all right, around the grounds, England. <laughs> after 30 overs, five for 156. Agar is bowling at the moment. He's none for 12. Of two overs, yes, Nathan. Your mate, uh, Darwood Marlin, on mm. your Rabbitoh score. Ah, oh, yes. I think I saw off 74 balls. Was he? Yeah. There's a Black Caps player who's got 69 as well. Lockie, Lockie Ferguson. Ferguson. His nickname, the Fuckamana Express. Sorry? Excuse me? It's oh. a suburb in New Zealand. Oh, my. Because, you know, when Hannah just dropped the F-bomb, you were quite disgusted with us. No, I wasn't quite disgusted. I... Can we pull back the curtain a little bit? Of course please? we can. Oh. Listener, we... listener loves this. Well, I, I feel like it would have been rude to dump uh Oh, you could guest. have dumped that. Yeah, I, no, well, we would have still heard it live, yeah. but I just felt like, well, she's we... a guest. It would have been rude for us to dump her. We got no text. No one picked yeah, up no on complaints. it. No complaints. No complaints. Uh, if you want to complain, send in a text. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to take another break. We'll be back real soon. Thank you. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Well, not this afternoon. It's the Professor and Fletch. And Fletch, am I right that you have a brand new segment that you want to get into? Or Yeah, I do. It's called Confess with Fletch. Okay. You can come out and uh, confess anything you want. Uh, it's not an oldie. But it's no, a like goodie. It. It's yeah, absolutely. Sorry, it is an oldie and it's a goodie. Uh, around the grounds, just another wicket here for uh, the mighty Australians. England now six, but oh. he just gave up. That was a direct hit. Agar fielding at point, picked it up, one hand whooshka, and gave up. Kick to come. You always got to say uh, kick now, to come at the end of the round. Boys, uh, boys, in regards oh. to Max Verstappen and him not giving up the place during the race, neither were a chance of winning, but. Perez needed the extra points because he's tied second in the championship. His mum was adding salt with the infidelity rumours because some people believed he purposely crashed during qualifying in Monaco to start ahead of Verstappen. That was from Bryce from Ribbo. Oh, so the Good plot, intel. The plot thickens. Absolutely. Now, sorry, Brooksy, are you doing a music playlist while we're sitting here doing the show? Is, yeah, that, just, is this um, your Bali playlist? Well, there was a few songs that just came to mind, so I've started a Bali 22 playlist on Spotify. All right. Well, why don't we throw it out to our listeners? So in the last half an hour, listener, uh, text through on 0457 736 736, and we will play, because copyright yep. laws refrain us from playing the full song, unless it's Ray Hadley's country music album. Right. Volume 14. Four, 14. Yeah, 14. But text through 0457 736 736. What do you want us to play in the last half hour? For Brooksy. So, do you want, so are they just texting it through? Do you want them to sing the song for you? Well, you, you can, want them you can double do points. That. Double you points can do if that. Yeah. Double points if you sing. Best song, 
you get an A grade hat today. Okay. I'm giving them so, out warmly. I'm giving them out. Yeah, yeah, because you're going to go away. Yeah, exactly. So, but on socials for them to send this in, it's at. Uh, at Joel Fletch. Yes, yes, on the socials at Joel Fletch SEN, but on the email, it's Joel and Fletch, right. spell the and, A-N-D, okay. and now at SEN.com. Without you guys knowing, I opened this up last night. The confessed to. The confessed to Fletch. So I just put it out, and I've only got one so far, and it was this. Uh, an ex-girlfriend, first time I met her family was at a barbecue. Her nephew kept saying he was hungry, so I gave him some biscuits Mm. Turns out he had a severe wheat allergy just at the point he became violently sick. I panicked, hopped over the fence, and I never saw her again. (laughs) Who sent you that? This was anonymous. Please don't read out my name, Jason Spencer. So uh, ex-girlfriend, first time I met her at the family, her nephew was saying, so he stuffed some biscuits in a little Fadipa kid. (laughs) And he had a severe – that's awesome. I panicked, hopped over the fence, and never saw her again. It's a bit like the apology line, but it's yeah. it's in email. So how does it work? Do they confess to you, and then do you... You confess to me, but it's all anonymous. I'm never going to read do out Do you then have to give them advice? Do you no, then have to... Nothing. That's it. Just, Just get it off your chest. Oh, very good. We did it once before with the apology line where people could ring up, and but this is even better because some people get a little bit nervous when they speak on the phone. Gibbe, have you got anything you would like to... Just email me. Your personal... Have you got anything you'd like to confess? <laughs> yeah, I'll be emailing you... Right now, Fletch. You know when I nearly burnt the scout hole down with Zachary Higgs <laughs> at Bondi on the darts, threw it down a wooshka. How old were you? Nine. <laughs> nine. Burnt the scout hole down. What? what, what where did you get the darts from at nine? Oh, who knows? My brother smoked, so I would nick him. We'd steal stuff. You were smoking at nine. I, I, I had one cigarette, but we didn't like it, so we threw it away. What cigarettes were they, though, Fletch? That's Winnie's. It's like, oh, Winnie's. That, it's like the, your problem. It's like the well, Kaiser Soze scene yeah, in The yeah. Usual Suspects, just flicking it in like, the petrol. I'll never forget it. The Spectator paper was a local rag. It must have been under there for ages, and it was all dry. And Where's Zachary Higgs now? Is he doing time for that? No, Zachary Higgs, he went to the Conservatory of Music. He was a grouse pianist. Very, very talented. But he was like, because he lived across the road. He was part of the Silver Street gang. And... Um, we had a tough gang, I but Zachary imagine. Higgs, you know, he was a bit of a nerd, but he just wanted to, he just wanted to <laughs> <laughs> hang <the> out. <laughs> and I got him to play footy with me for the Colts, and he was hopeless. He got sent off in a major semi-final. Sent off. Yeah, right. He took a bloke's head off. Oh, took a bloke's head off. It was his first game of footy ever. Is he playing piano somewhere now? I don't know. Now? I can't find him. He, he must listen. Well, he Zachary, re- reach out. No, nah, Britain, uh, Britain the Girls tried to reach out to him. Really? Yeah. Just because I used to talk about because Britain. You do talk about him a lot. I know. If it was, it was you know, when you get your childhood mates, Zachary Higgs. Anyway. Uh, All right. Bali is not quite Jamaica, but Brooksy deserves this classic. Jamaica Farewell from Harry Belafonte. That's a good one. Put that down. Give Put that in. All right. Give up. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch on SEM. Good afternoon, folks. It is the Professor and Fletch, and Fletch has just rolled out a brand new segment, which is going it's gangbusters. <laughs> it's going gangbusters. Gibbo, hit me. You've got mail. Okay, so I just put one out. I put it out there. Confess to Fletch. Come out. You put. We're just talking about the guy that almost killed his ne- the nephew, and he jumped the fence. This one has come through, and I, it's going to be very hard to beat. Listener, get around this. 
For 10 years, my husband has wanted me. I can't read this. Even I can't read this, but I'm going to have to. For 10 years, my husband has wanted me to poo on him in bed. I've always said no because I think it's disgusting. About two weeks ago, I gave in and I did it. It was completely disgusting. He looked repulsed. He barely touched it, and neither of us has mentioned it since. Confess with flesh. That's, That's, That's it. You can confess. This is definitely anonymous. Great time to go to the news on this that. This is weird. <laughs> wow. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Yes, it's the run home, but it's the Professor and Fletch this afternoon. Thanks to Hyundai. Now, if you want to get involved in the show, it is the Lawn Hub call line one three hundred zero one. 11.70, please give us a call. Maybe you've got something to confess to Fletch. That segment's going gangbusters, mate. Jeez, it's lit up the boards. Well, Lund- of- Lundy says, I can't believe my wife emailed you. <laughs> Lundy, it's anonymous. Please don't let the cat out of the bag. Now, uh, I should welcome our listeners on SEN track stations. I do hope you were last- listening to that last break. That was a doozy. Uh, in Queensland, Atherton, Darling Downs, Ingham, Kingaroy and Nanango in New South Wales, Griffith, Central Coast and the Illawarra. And the nation's capital, 1323 AM in Canberra. Hello and welcome to all our listeners. Now, uh, in November, Fletch, I think you know this, we will be doing interviews on mental health courtesy of Brumby's Bakery. Uh, Now, this November, head to Brumby's, break bread with a mate and have a conversation. Brumby's Sorry, Brumby's Bakery proudly supporting Movember. There's a bit of a mouthful there. It is very important to always have a chat to your mates. Make sure you're looking after your mental health as much as your physical health. Um, And joining us now, Fletch, Mm -hmm. is a former NRL player that you know, uh, Nick Youngquist. You there, Nick? Hey, Legends. How are we? Going good, mate. Now, Nick, are you back in Australia? Yeah, I'm back in Australia. I arrived back on, on Monday from the New York City Marathon. Oh, oh right! Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did. You did the marathon. How was that? Yeah, it was all good, mate. It was all good. It's uh, it was a tough day at the office, to be honest with you. It's uh, one of the hottest marathons on record, and it was um, eighty-five percent humidity. But mate, we got it done. Yeah. Um, and you know, as as you're talking about mental health, you know, it's uh, we use the running as a, a bit of a way to prioritize our mental health. A few of me and my buddies that uh, played, Lucy Bird just ran the marathon as well. Yeah, um, Benny Lucas from Flow Athletic. Um, yeah, obviously, mate. It's a you know a great way to to get together and and um, and chat about you know all things life when you're doing the the training runs for you know three hours from to get to the to the start line of the marathons. The, the three hour runs on the Saturday, you talk about all sorts of things. Probably should get you along for a, for a bit of a chat for it. Yeah, definitely. So just tell us a little bit about yeah. athletes for life. So you you were a co-founder of that. Was that um, after you retired? Because I know a lot of yeah. players struggle to uh, with in life after f- footy. Um, yeah, is that something that you are noticing more and more? Yeah, I think we're, we're all noticing it, right? You know, like we've been talking about mental health for a long time mm. um, in general, but, but transitioning athletes is a real um, it's a really interesting space. Um, as you know, you've transitioned yourself, but you probably you know everyone thinks that things are, are going swimmingly, but you know the the last time you walk out of the locker room, you you lose that structure, you lose the teammates, the camaraderie that you you built up over so many years. Um, I was kind of lost, you know. I, I probably went on to something that was a bit more, probably seemingly 
more successful than my footy career. We, you know, we'd, we'd probably need a, a whole segment to talk about how many teams I played for. But um, <laughs> you know, I was I was kind of uh, kind of struggling um, living in New York and 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 doing something that would probably outwardly look like I was doing you know better at. But I kind of missed all that um, the stuff that we the, the, the sport provides us and. Um, the, the the lack of purpose is really the, the big one and, and structure. Um, so yeah, we have we we founded Athletes for Life in 2019 to try and provide like kind of healthy pathways for former athletes to kind of prioritise their emotional and physical well-being. So we run marathons, supporting charities around the world and and here in in Australia as well. Yeah. Um, but then we also run programs to to help athletes transcend their athletic identity. So kind of cultivate multiple forms of who you are, like outside of the the athlete realm, you know. So, Nick, um, what you were saying there, um, after hmm. you retired from footy, just for our listeners, yeah. you became the face of Paco Rabanne, which I was just telling the story before. It you were you were mo- you were modelling for him, and so are you saying yeah. that even though you were doing that and you were in New York and you had you were on billboards, did, were you saying you were still lost a little bit um, from when you retired from footy? For sure, mate. For sure, I was really, really struggling to find that, like, um, that purpose, as I, as I mentioned, you know. And I couldn't really put my finger on the pulse. You know, I was like, "What's doing here?" And like, you know, life was seemingly better, as I said. But living in New York City, a great place to live. Um, but I just like lacked a little bit of direction. And I think that getting back into running gave me that structure again, right? So training for marathons, obviously, not easy. Um, and having to turn up and, and, and becoming part of a little bit of a group in New York to run really provided like that outlet that I was probably looking for, you know. And um, and, the, and the running's really, you know, I've run nine marathons since then. Um, and something I think that, you know, I'll continue to do hopefully long into into my, um, you know, 60s and hopefully 70s. I don't know. Like it's, uh, you, you, the, the marathon's an amazing one, mate. Like you get out there and you know, not every person is able to play elite sport. Mm. Um, such a small percentage of people, you know, make it to the the elite level. But if you're willing to have a crack, you can get out there and, and you can and you can have a crack at a marathon. Um, that's what I really love. Fifty five thousand people across, the, you know, on the streets of New York City, with two million spectators, and like it lit something in me that you know, and it, you know, linking it to charity and stuff as well is uh, it was super cool for me. Yeah. What sort of times are you doing in your marathons, Nick? Are you running them in a oh, decent mate, clip? My my best New York is uh, three hours twenty five. That's good. Um, and I ran three twenty five in Berlin as well. But we um it was a bit of a struggle, mate. To be honest with you, out there in New York on the weekend, I ran well into the, the four hour mark. But um, as I said, man, it's not the really, you know, it's not about the winning. You know, it's about the participation. Just being there. Um, the, the days of needing to win and like participate at the highest level are done. Mm. I just wanted to be out there with everyone. And, and you know, you get it's it's so awesome. You get. 60, 70 year old men and women running past you, and it's, it's like it's just eye opening, you know. Um, you know, blind runners. Um, there was, there was a, a run past a guy last weekend and with, with uh, two blades, and like, this, how good this, you know, just, just stoked to be out there. Yeah, Nick, um, you also are not, not just uh, feeling a bit lost after finishing playing, mm. you also suffered from mm. um, seizures and problems with concussion, yeah. concussion post career. Can you tell us about that? And then the setting up of the concussion clubhouse. Yeah, man. Well, I, I started so I retired in 2012, 2013. I'm walking along the streets in Paris after um, after work one day, 
and I, I was just overcome with this weird, strange feeling. Um, and I had a seizure on the side of the road and, um, you know, it's, it, it's quite alarming, but you know, as, as we do, especially as blokes, um, and coming from elite sport, I was like, nah, I'll be good. I'll be good. I was in hospital for a few days and then I kind of left that, left it, you know, kind of put it in my back pocket and kind of forgot about it. And then I had subsequently had more seizures. Um, and you know, as, as we've gone on from the, the months after, well, the weeks, months after you know, Greeny's death, like I had all the testing and, and my brain doesn't show any, any kind of abnormalities, no problems, but I have the, I have the, the physical kind of <clears throat> symptom or the acute symptom of, uh, of seizures if I don't take my medication. So um, I, I feel quite lucky in that sense, because if you, if you think about someone like Greeny, who was obviously having these thoughts and, and, and these, um, these struggles, like a prisoner in his own mind, I kind of don't have that, but I have the, the seizures to, to show me that there's actually probably something wrong. Um, so, yeah, we, we set up Concussion Clubhouse to just kind of chat and provide a an outlet for people to talk about it. Stevie Ward, who's a, a forward that played at Leeds, who had to retire early due to concussions as well, um, we, we just, you know, chat about it. With, with your seizures and stuff, I was just yeah. going to ask you, do you think that was due from concussion or getting knocked out? Is that what the doctors have said or you're, you're just presuming that? Well, I'd, I'd never blame the sport, mate. Let's be no. fair. We love, we love the game, right? And, and um, we love the game to be played um, in the brutal context it was. Mate. I, played, I played on the wing and at the end of my career, I wanted to, like, it was kind of a way to prove myself um, to try and be kind of tough, right? But, um, my, you know, my neurologist in New York said to me, he said, look, man, um, given your pre-exposure to, to traumatic brain injury, there's no reason I could discount that it's not from that. Right. Um, but, mate, the, the thing is, like, you know, even knowing that, if I had the same opportunities again, I'd, I'd do it all again, wouldn't I? Yeah. Know, so, um, well, I don't think there's many... like, I think there's... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you, like, people are... A lot of people are saying, oh, it's inev- inevitable that what happened in the NFL, players will then sue... I don't think it would happen here. I just don't – I can't see any players who have played at that level coming out and blaming the game for not doing their due diligence. Yeah, well, I think that, you, you know, you know the cohort of players that, that played in uh, – they're a little bit older than me, Fletch, but um, in our era, uh, <laughs> I'll say. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, I, and I kind of tend to agree, you know, like at the end of, at the, end of the day we knew um, – the, the game the game's played tough, right? Yeah. Um, I think that the, the the game's doing doing a great job now of um, putting different protocols in place. Um, do they stop it too much? Potentially, I don't know. But um, the, the things that I'd probably be most worried about would be the training hits. Yeah. Um, you would you would probably agree with this, Fletch. At the end of our careers, we were you know we were we were pretty much playing a, a forty minutes of a yeah. game at, at training as well. You know, I'm full on. Um, and they're not as monitored. So that's probably an area where that's probably going to get better. I know in the NFL, they do have an independent third party that um, that monitors training. Um, so the same as an HIA within the game, they, they, they do the same at training. So do we have to get to that? Potentially, um, would coaches like that? Probably not. No. Um, but if it's, a, if it's a protocol we have to put in place to ensure the safety of players, like, you know, it's, it's probably a good one to, to put in. So it's a little bit, you know... I, Someone like me, it's 
was quite much smaller than everyone else. Um, it can be quite dangerous at training, right? I remember, I remember times when, like, you know, where, as a winger, was put into situations like, for instance, fighting in the boxing ring yeah. with two front row forwards because it was like a, a kind of mechanism to toughen me up, yeah. which is kind of stupid, right? So let's get get rid of that craft, right? And, and, and you know, really make sure that we're, we're doing the right thing by the, the, the players. Yeah, well, that's what happened to Craig Wing. So when Sticky took over the Chooks 2002, <laughs> he, had, he was on this... He was on this um, warpath to make sure that your halves had to be tough and defend, right? And this is coming from Stick, who's defended on the wing. Yeah. And after, after, after nearly every training session, poor old Wingy would have to face the forwards and blokes. Yeah. So you'd go up and you'd look, you'd look after him. Like, and Wingy could defend, but you'd go up and you wouldn't go as hard. And he went, Ricky go, Sticky goes, mate, we're not leaving until you go fair income. So not only we exactly. had all the training – Poor old Wingy had to had Adrian Morley flying at him, and had to do like twenty or thirty tackles. It was just ridiculous. Do you, yeah. think, do you think these old school coaches have changed that mentality nah, in the game? Not, not not really. I think at the end, not not yet. It'll be a generation before they get told because you know how about um, unless you're there's someone there from the players' association at training. But as soon as you yeah. mention in rugby league, if someone said to you, "Oh," You've gone five minutes over training, you know. RLPA, yeah. You, you wouldn't be playing. You're done. For, you're, yeah, done. you're done. You'd be done from the club. Now, Nick, exactly. Nick, do you do you think that currently that there is enough stuff in place for these athletes that do come out of these professional careers, or do you think that the NRL can be doing more? I think that definitely that all sports can be doing more, mate. To be honest with you, I'd say. Um, no one really knows where the where the responsibility lays. Um, I think that what uh, the RLPA is doing with the new CBA um, to try and take care of the transition space is, uh, is a positive step forward. I think that in most sports around the world, I definitely know that in the NFL, in the um, FPA, in, in in England for the football, um, they in, like they take care of the transition space and, and the well-being. Um, so I think that that's going to provide better outcomes. Um, you know, if the players get behind the well-being and the transition, um, we're gonna we're gonna you know see better outcomes more broadly. Um, but it's, you know what it's like; it's fairly quickly after retirement. You know, the clubs or the game really relinquishes all responsibility. Um, it's like you know, good luck. You're on your own. Yeah. Um, this is not uncommon. You know, most of my research around this has been on um, female gymnasts. Um, and, and we know that they've all, they've been exposed to you know some horrible environments you know but if you're 22 23 as a female gymnast you've been taken out of home at 12 years old you've been homeschooled you've been doing 40 hours of gym gym every day for the last 10 years if you ever won a gold medal at Olympics you're on your merry way in a world that you don't really know much about mm. um, which is scary so the, the athletes for life Nico is it from all all different sports or do you have to be an elite sportsman or do you have to play professional or can you just be an average Joe? Yeah, I, you, you can definitely be an average Joe. We're, we're trying to help elite sportsmen will make the transitions, but we, yeah. we want to engage people across the board to, to just prioritise their physical and emotional well-being by taking um, productive steps to, to do so. So we kind of 
marry up um, the, the athlete voice or, or the athlete personas alongside positive psychology to provide, you know, again, productive kind of ways to, or tools to improve your emotional um, well-being and the physical well-being comes from, from the running. Um, you know, rather than the conversation getting to the acute kind of um, or the end point where someone's having a critical moment in their life, like what about all the steps along the way where, you know, you could have been using these productive tools to 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 not get yourself to a point of disruption or despair. Um, you know, athletes are very influential in society and uh, we're, we're seeing more and more society wanting them to talk up and speak up about things. So if we can, you know, do that in a, in a positive way, I think that we can have um, great impact and, you know, change the kind of social dichotomy a little bit. Thanks, Nick. It's it's very important the work that you're doing, uh, and for people out there that are listening that want to find you, what, what's the best place to find you? I I mean th- these days where where else you can go to Instagram I guess I don't know but now you can get our website um, www.athletesforlife.com.au um, and, and reach out and and you know anyone who wants to reach out and get involved with especially the running program like you know we we just want to get as many people running as possible obviously ment- uh, sorry physical health is uh is is a, a determinant to to mental health you know so if you can prioritize that get healthy and fit and um you know put the right things in place to 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 be well um maybe we can you know uh impact the, the suicide rates and the mental health rates in society. So. Yeah, well said, Nico. And if you can't get him on Instagram, you'll find him at the Ivy Pool uh, Friday and Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday nights. Uh, just walking around. Shirt off. Not these days, just... not these days bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nico. Thanks for your time, brother. Absolutely. Um, Champion, mate. Brumby's Bra- Brumby's, I can't say Why Brumby's can't Bakery. Say it's a mouthful. Same. You do it. Where is it? What do you but want Joel to say? Joel couldn't do it. Yeah. Brumby's Bakery. That is a... That's a tongue twister. Proudly supporting Movember and Men's Health. You do it. Fletch. Brumbies. See? Yeah. <laughs> Brumbies Bakery, proudly supporting Movember and Men's Health. It's not that hard. Took you two goes. It's me, Hadley, and Sandalands. <laughs> <laughs> Golden tonsils. It is important, Fletch, and oh, yeah. you are somebody that has come out on the other side. You're lucky. You are in the 1% that has found a job, you know, now doing media in the sport that you played. But there are that 99% of people that you played with that – yeah. Just out there. No, no, no. There's a look. There's for, for every player that struggled. There's other like there's a lot of players. So I was thinking about the other day. My um, when we had our reunion, our 2022 reunion, and um, sorry, 2002 reunion, and there's we got Peter Cusack who's a plumber. There's the Roosters. The, the Chook, sorry. Yep. So Wingy is doing his real estate stuff, and Rico, as we know, is doing his insurance stuff. But um, Jace Kalis is is working. So I, I think. Coming from um, from all those people, that, as I mentioned, who lost a bit of structure, there are the others who also gained gained advantage by being in a professional sport. So they carry that over to business. That's what I find. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Sorry, we've got the quiz coming up, and the quiz is going to be how many state of origins did Craig Wing play for New South Wales? Craig Wing, how many? New South Wales games. Yes, Origins. <laughs> Origins. Yeah, that's the blue team, right? Yeah. one three hundred one eleven seventy Lawn Hub. The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive.
It's time for the Run Home with Joel and Fletch quiz for IMAR Insurance, the tradies, mate. Call 13IMAR. Yes, it's my favourite part of the show, and it's your favourite part of the show, the Run Home quiz from IMAR Traders Insurance. Get an instant quote and pay the premium. Go to their website, imar.com.au, or call 13IMAR. Brian. Why do you talk like a circus performer? Because uh, it's the quiz, Brian. So Rooster Man's all over pumped. it. Rooster Man is all over this. Oh, Professor. Strapping yeah, for the quiz. I know, mate. Have you been doing this quiz the full two years you've been yep, doing this? Yep, and it gets worse, uh, better and better <laughs> every... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to let you drive this, mate. I've I've got a special last question that they can win on. Yep. But you're going to drive this. Gibbo, what's going on? Fletch is just – you said two years he's been doing this quiz. So usually for the text machine, you've got to uh, put in the correct show. And I believe he was on Matt White. Oh, he loves Matt White's show. I do. I want to be Matt White. Now, to win – what is is the prize if you win today? Is it still the Signet Power Bank? Yes, it still is, Signet. One of our favourites. We've got a power bank for today's winner. And then they go into the final with those three other people. There's Jay. There's um, another guy. Another guy after that as well. And the other guy. So Monday's winner was <laughs> Liam, Liam Jay. Jay Tuesday, Paul, Paul from Brizzy Wednesday. They'll join them to win either a hundred. Um, sorry, either both a hundred dollar fifty voucher for Bella Vista Hotel oh, yeah. and a hundred dollar gift pack from Country Trucker Caps. Just a bloke and his missus producing high quality and customised headwear. Visit Country Trucker Caps. Nice work, Brooksy. Now also, don't forget if you want to get your song played. Yes, and we, of can, we, we can only play thirty seconds of or, it. If they've sung it themselves, that gets around the copyright. Oh, yes. So have people been sending DM DMs in, yeah. Brooksy? I We've think got, they yes, have. Yeah, I've yeah. got one that's yeah. an absolute bottler. Anyway, time is of the essence. Yes, yeah, so and we've got to get into this Let's wonderful Let's get into Jimmy quiz. at Ermington. Jimmy, you there, brother? I am. How are you, boys? I'm going good, mate. Um, Craig Wing, how many State of Origins did he play for the mighty New South Wales Blues? Twelve. He did. He did. He's a good kid, too. He did. He's a great kid. Uh, question two. <laughs> question two is, who was involved in the West Tigers Newcastle player swap during the week? Uh, David Clemmer. Yes. Jackson Hastings. Now, Jimmy, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Who do you think got the better of that deal? Uh, I'm a Tigers fan, mate. So. Uh, I'd have to say David Clem's got the better deal there, mate. No, I mean the club. Are you happy that Jacko's gone and Clem's in? Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah. Makes you or does no, it okay, Brooksy, you I'm not convinced. So. Does it make you James does it make your team stronger? Oh, yeah, possibly. We, we we have a track record of buying uh players that tend to be past their use by day, so hopefully mm. that's not another um uh, he's not another case of that. Okay. Is Clemmer playing in the halves? <laughs> Is he? He might be seven. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, at the end of a day's playing cricket, what does the umpire say to end the game? What does he say? Stumps. There you go. Another cricket question because I played Causey Shield when I was 12. Did you? The great West Indian partnership, opening partnership, Haynes and Greenwich. You remember them? What was their Christian names? Uh, I'll pass, mate. Oh, really? Oh, you sound a bit young. How old are you? 36. Oh, you should know. You should know. Nah, 36. Haynes 
And you want to move on to Pat? Yeah, we got a Patty. Oh, Warigi near Jervis Bay. Is it Jervis or Jarvis? It's Jervis. Yeah, I'm acting like a real Jervis. <laughs> so Haynes and Greenwich. What was their Christian name? Uh, it was Desmond and Gordon. Yes. yes. Who's going to be the halves for Samoa in this week's World Cup final? Uh, Jerome Luai. Yes. Oh, I don't know. The seven, actually. Yeah. No, pass. Sorry, boys. No, think Ooh. about it. Jervis? <laughs> no. Stay there, though. Stay there. We'll go to Bryce from Rivo. Brycey, come in, sir. Hey, boys. How you doing? Yeah, I'm getting good. I'm doing good. Who are the halves for Samoa on the weekend? Jerome Luai and Anthony Milford. Boom. Milf. Love a Milf. Do you like Milf, Bryce? Yeah, I love Milf. Mm, who doesn't? <laughs> well, his kicking game's on fire. Oh, uh, James yeah. Rochford. Oh, you, my question number five. Here we go. You ready, Bryce? You big NBA guy? There you go. That's all you need. Josh Giddy plays for which NBA team? Uh, is it the Phoenix Suns? Oh. oh. Not, not yet. <laughs> no. Tony from Liverpool. You there, Tone? G'day, guys. Yep, I'm here. Uh, that'll be the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, oh Tony. He's won. Big time. So he comes at the end. He's the winner. He comes in. It's Bradbury. Oh, it is. Tony, you've won yourself a signet power bank to power anything you need in the house. Yeah. Anything. Vacuum cleaners. Does Vacuum it? cleaners? No? Yeah, it would. No, you're fine. Hey, Tone, you still there, bro? Yeah, mate. Uh, have you got a song that you would like us to play? I can't play I can't play it in its entirety, but I can play 30 seconds. It's going to be in within the next 15 minutes. Have you got a song or a part of a song that you would like to hear on this AM radio station called SEN? Mate, I think, I think for a Barley theme, you'd need the Venga Boys. Oh, oh yeah. The Venga Boys are coming? Yeah. That one, that one or the other one? Because it's only got two hits. What's the other one? The Venga Bus is coming. What's the other one? And the other one is We Like to Party. Oh, yeah, or is that that's the same song? Oh, who was the boom, boom, Yeah, it's the same boom, song. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. I want you in my room. The, I think it's the same song. I think it's an extended mix where they've got We Like to Party. Oh. <laughs> Hang on, Tony. <laughs> Tony, Big fan. the Venga Boy you, himself. Yeah, you've gone to the Venga Boys. You ever seen them in, in concert? Never, mate. Never. What about... Uh... <laughs> my, my, daughter, my, my daughter loves them. Uh, the, uh, really? The Venga Boys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, we're going to play. The Venga Boys is leading at the moment. Thanks very much, Tone. Uh, thank you to all our listeners. <laughs> it's one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We've got about 15 minutes before we're off air, and I'm going on holidays, and I'm going to... Oh, we got Hemi. Are you going away as well? I'm, I feel like it. No, I've got tomorrow. I've got the year 12 graduation. Got to wear a, a bow Again. tie. You're finally getting your graduation. <laughs> Are you? My daughter. Oh, that's it's quite good. fancy. It's black tie. Did she do well at school? We haven't got the results, results yet. When do you get those? Uh, I think it's December, but she's she keeps saying that she's going to be getting 90. Because I promised that she got 90, she'll get. Um, I'd buy her a car. No way. Yeah, but I didn't tell her how much the car's worth. Yeah, right. I mean, I'll get a Hyundai because they're sponsored by Hyundai. Yeah, perfect. They'll give me a deal for sure. Will she go to uni? She's going to uni. Okay. You're going to make her go to uni? No, she wants to go to uni. What does she want to do? What does she want to study? You'll get this. You'll love this, Milan. Uh, Around the grounds, Milan, 117. (laughs)
the England, cricket he's talking about. England, seven for two, three, two. What does... Uh, she wants to be a sports... She wants to do sports psychology. Wow. <laughs> can you believe that? Yeah, I can. I can. After 18 years of living in your house, yeah. she's gone, how do I fix this bloke? How do I get him off the front page? <laughs> <laughs> it's only one way. Uh, now, joining us, Brooksy, correct me if I'm wrong, it is Hammy Goodman from Sports. But hello, Hammy. How are you? I'm very well, boys. Happy Thursday. Uh, where where are you going on holidays, Fletch? Where are you treating? No, nah, I'm not. Brooksy's going to Bali, so I'm just Ooh. I'm just being facetious here. But Brooksy's uh, off. Phone, he's phoning it in, mate. He hasn't and he's going it. away with his girlfriend, Hemi. I don't know if you Ooh. knew this. He's going with his girlfriend okay. and her three friends. <laughs> sounds sounds serious. Watch out for the barley belly over there, Brooksy. That could be a bit embarrassing with your girlfriend and a couple oh, of yeah. Well, I was went to the chemist with all Brooksy it. and he stocked up on Imodium. Yeah. Bought way more ah. than a person needs. And Keith Bonnies. <laughs> <laughs> Self. <laughs> hey, Hemi, I didn't realise that you and James worked together. Yeah. I didn't know this. A few years back. When was that? Yeah. Good, good to get the band back together, uh, Professor. Good yeah. to be, good to be uh, making the magic happen again. 2017, maybe, and you've gone on to much brighter and better things, and I'm here doing this, which is much brighter <laughs> and better, Hammy. Uh, now, I do need to say this. Say yeah, nah to Qatar, and yes to Sportsbet, the easiest place to bet this World Cup. Gamble responsibly. Hammy, are you going to Qatar? I, uh, I'm i saying yeah in that regard to Qatar. I'm heading over. I'm, uh, I'll be on a plane in 48 hours' time heading over to Qatar. So if I don't make it back, it's been a pleasure, boys. But um, fingers crossed it all, it all goes well over there. Have you uh, taken out a loan in order to buy a beer? Yeah, I have. I'm, I'm still waiting. I haven't been approved yet. But, um, yeah. Crossed, For, what uh, is it, 48 bucks a beer? No, was that right? 480 bucks a beer or something I read. Unbelievable. I, I, saw, I saw an article saying 140. Holy I'll, um, I'll, I'll report back. I'll report back. I'll say, one of my colleagues, um, uh, my boss is actually heading over, so it'll be his shout anyway. Oh, so, right. Very good. Um, Corporate yeah, card. Should be all good. Go for it. Yep. All right. Now, uh, Trump, your mate, yep. Fletch. Mm. He has announced on yesterday that he is going to be running again. Have you got some early odds for us on Donald being back in the White House? Yeah, well, he's, he's gone big, um, but he's going to have another crack. Oh, hang on. Sorry, Hammy. <laughs> Sorry, Hammy. Okay. It's the same phone line, is it? It's the same line. I've got a fax. It cuts it off. I've got a fax. Sorry, Hammy. Do you mind if I just read this out? Because it's a dear Jared. Uh, dear Jared. I don't know if you know much about this too, uh, the professor. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, dear, yeah, yeah. Dear Jared, I thought my husband had a low sex drive, but it turns out he'd rather pay for sex and sleep. Mm. I'm 36, he's 40. We've been married for eight years, and perhaps, thankfully, we don't have any kids. Our sex life was great at the start, but once we got married, he rarely wanted to do it. It frustrated me, but I accepted it as part of him. A few months ago, I discovered a restaurant receipt in his jacket pocket. We'd never been there together, so I confronted him. He admitted he he was there with another woman and he was having an affair, but that was now over. He agreed to have counselling to try and repair our marriage, but at our, last, our latest session, when the counsellor said he appeared to be holding back, he broke down in tears, crying in the corner like a child. Then he admitted he'd actually not had an affair. The woman was a sex worker. Right. Many of the night, LJ. And there had been countless others over the years. I've now banished him from the bedroom and told him I want a divorce. But that's not going to help heal my broken heart or change the fact, despite everything, I still love him. 
Oh, I don't understand sad. how he could do this to me. He says he doesn't understand it either. It was the thrill, the danger. He says he needs sex to be wrong or dirty in order to enjoy it. Oh. Dear Jared, where do we go from here? I replace Jared with Hemi. Hemi, what do they do? I, you got to. I think I said it yesterday when I was. I was hit with the facts, but you got to. You got to talk about it. You got to communicate. I'd be going back to the restaurant in question, um, working my way through the, the menu. What was on the menu? What was I actually missing out on there? And uh, just just having some home truths. Yeah, but that's. Um, but that's what I'd be doing. but we know that the restaurant was was just basically a fraud. I think they've got to go to the house of ill repute. Do you think she goes to said bordello? Tracks down the lady of the night and says, hey, LJ, I want to sort it out. But Woman on woman, but like she, a, but a bushka. She doesn't have a problem with the LJ. Oh, yeah, she does. It's a problem with the husband, isn't it? Both. <laughs> I think that they should all just have a big orgy. I don't know. Let's go to dear Jared. I cross out Jared and I say Hemi. No. Make love, Help not me, war. Hammy. Just... <laughs> I, I'm with Professor. Make love, not war. Just I, I, I'd be. Um, Jeez, you're flipping seeing, and flopping seeing, all around this, Hemi. Communication. And... Seeing, if, seeing if I could love it out. Well, I think the husband's got a sex addiction. Mm. That's what I'd say. I think, yeah, based on what you, you put forward, they're hard to, hard to disagree. All right. Anyway, let's get back to Trump. Speaking, <laughs> oh, speaking, sorry. speaking <laughs> of people who've got sex yes, addiction. That's why Hemi's. Yeah, right. <laughs> a, 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 so, team, a seamless transition back to Trumpy. Yeah. He's having a crack at the White House. Uh, and the odds have changed a little bit. I can tell you, he's not actually the favourite to win the next election. The next election is his fellow Republican candidate, Rob DeSantis, $3.25. Uh, Trump is there at $4.50, but he's still ahead of Joe Biden, who's 5 bucks. I know you love a, a Ruffy as well, uh, Fletch. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is there at 51 bucks to, to take the top job. And then you've got Kim Kardashian there at $151 as well. But uh, they're a fair way off the pace of, it uh, looks like either DeSantis, or Trump, so uh, Biden's going to be out based on the on the market. Is that why? Does, is that do they think Biden won't make it to then? Is that why? Like, like bread of the brown? <laughs> is that why they think he's going to fall off the perch? Because Biden's sure five dollars and Trump's four fifty, and then DeSantos, yeah. oh, it's four dollars. Yeah. A bit morbid. Oh, well, yeah, he's getting a, on. Yeah, and also sports, but they've got to allow for anything. So yeah. uh, bets on Biden dying. That's pretty good. Hey, yeah. um, ATP tennis. It continues. Yep. Hammy, what do you got? It does continue this evening. Uh, we've got another double header like we had yesterday. Casper Rude, $1.42 favourite against Rafa Nadal, $2.81. And then uh, Felix the Cat, Algier Aliassime, $1.55 favourite against Taylor Fritz, $2.41. So you've got a couple of shorties there tonight. You might be able to multi them up uh, if you would like. The first one kicks off at midnight, the second game, I think, 7am. So you can wake up for the second one and uh, hopefully, hopefully get up and, and start your Friday right. And, Hammy, the Rugby League World Cup final, which oh, we're yes. all going to be watching. Unfortunately, Fletch isn't doing analysis on it, so you won't be able to see him sitting next to Coops. Well, was I right? I was right. Absolutely. I picked it. I that... said we'll win by less than four points. Walla. Did you pick Samara over England? Yes. Mate. Didn't I, Gibbo? This is why you're on that yep. desk. Absolutely. Have you thought of just hosting it on your own? Yeah, I have. Hello, Man. Brian here. Many, many times. <laughs> the footy. Uh, Hammy, what are the odds for the final, mate? They've, they've stuck pretty fat all week, uh, uh, Professor. Uh, the Samoa six dollars fifty outsiders. Australia a dollar twelve. In the margins, Australia thirteen plus has been best backed at a dollar fifty four. Uh, we've got an interesting bet though that Sugar 
has actually masterminded uh, Sugar's World Cup final bingo. It is Panthers bingo. Now, there's, there's eight Panthers players yeah. playing in this World Cup final. So if three of the eight Panthers players mm-hmm. score, right. that is uh, Cleary, Martin, Yo, To'o, May, Stephen Crichton, Luai, and Sinu. Uh, if three of those eight score, that is paying $4.50 for Sugar's try score of bingo. So head to the top markets of the World Cup final to play. Uh, that's it for me today, boys. Have a great Thursday and gamble responsibly. Hammy, just before you go, we're trying to get a playlist together for Brooksy. Have you got a song that it should be on his playlist over on the plane to Bali? Um, I don't know. Maybe a bit of Justin Timberlake, Sexy Back or something like that. Yeah, Sexy that's back. not bad. Well, we've opened, it up. we've opened it up to the listeners and we got one that came through on the email. You've got mail. So we've got this new sign. Listen to this uh, young lass. I remember when... Remember, I remember when I lost my mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fletch, what was that bit in the middle there? What happened there? I don't know, but it's... it's so someone, someone, someone email. Just one more time, please, Gibbo. Listen to this. This is magic. She sounds good. Yeah, like, Niles Barker. I That's the sort of stuff we want. That's the sort of stuff. Hammy. Roxy, you happy with that? <laughs> Sorry, Hammy. That's, that's great. What's that trumpet? Um, oh, man. S- I'm losing it. Say yeah, nah to guitar. And yes to sports bet. The easiest place to bet this World Cup. Uh, gamble responsibly. Hey, thanks, Hammy. And if you want to record yourself singing Hammy, some Niles Barkley, send it send, through. Send it through to uh, Joel and Fletch at... At, at Joel and Fletch. No, no, no. No. Listen, Professor. Sorry, mate. He's getting angry. Getting Joel angry. and Fletch at sen.com.au. And when it when we get an email, oh, we get we email. hear this. You've got mail. And then this person <laughs> sent this through. When, I remember. I do like the all right after it. Brian has what left the building. Is... Brian, can you come back here? Can you describe the lady that's singing it? Just the words. She's my goodness, boys. Uh, listen up, listen up. I know I'm very, very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. Oh, Hemi's gone. Yeah, Hemi's gone. Thank you. Sorry, Hemi. Oh. Oh, that's okay. No, that's good that they're sending them through that quick. That's that great. was quick. And uh, great song to have on your playlist, yeah. Roxy. Find that remix on uh, Spotify or oh, Tidal. Or Steve from Perth, he wants uh, the song, I Want to Kiss You All Over, Over, over and again. again. He also said, Brooksy, stay away from the Lady Boys. Are they in Bali, are they? I thought they were in Thailand. They're all across that area. <laughs> really? Yeah, you can find them everywhere. <laughs> are you sure? Oh, I've heard. So I've, um, too. I've, I've heard. heard. Uh, McGrath. McGrath Hill, McGrath's Hill Tiger, Brooksy, you've got to have I've Been to Bali Too by Red Gum. Is that a song? Mm. Yeah. Never heard of it. Hey, do you remember last time Trump was going for the election? Yes. And uh, you, you and I had a bet. Yes. And I lost $200 to you. Yeah. Because I think, I think the bet was if he wins, I give you 200 If he loses, you have to give me 50 Yeah. Because I was that convinced that that – Goon wouldn't get in. It was fi- he was paying fifteen dollars. Yeah, fifteen dollars so, in basically a two horse race, and I got on. How many people did you do that bet with, or was it just me that you ripped off? That that, that day, uh, who else was with us? They they wanted two hundred. Might have been Hogarth. Yeah, because he said no way this bloke will get in. 
I can remember sitting in the pub and watching it and just thinking, this is the end of the world. Yeah. This is, that's my 200 bucks going for starters. But do you he, think he can get back in, Fletch? You are the the man that knows not, Trump. No, I don't think he can. I really don't. I'm, I'm not, my political v- views aren't um, as well respected as my NRL views. No, obviously not. Wish, wish Cooper uh, was here. The cock would know. Who's the cock? Chris O'Keefe. Of course, yeah. He'd know because he's now. Well, he, we can't talk about him. He's going to be our rival. Oh, is he at the same time as you? Run. You know what would be fun? You calling into him. Yeah. Because that's talk back as well, right? Hey, boys, Spotify playlist feeling hot, hot, hot. Oh, that's a good one. Maybe we've got the, Can we get that? Just one more, please. <laughs> oh, no. just, just one yeah. more from this lovely listener. The last bit, the last bit, the last bit is outstanding. Where, where, where is she from, Fletch? Where is she? Said no, that Queensland, from? somewhere. Queensland, Queensland, North Lakes. <laughs> and what's her name? Sorry, mate. Uh, Suze. Suze. Suzanne. Suzanne from North Lakes. Oh, That's fair. Hey, Brooksy, what are you? What's the first thing you're going to do when you get to Bali, mate? Are you going to um, sing will, some Niles Barkley? I, I, I think we'll go catch up and go out somewhere, I think. I'll get in at about 9 p.m. Nice. I still can't get over Suze from North Lakes. I, I love that she's recorded that straight away yeah. and just sent that straight. You've got some very loyal, loyal <laughs> listeners. Well, Fletch. the Confess with Fletch, that was a hit. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to open this, not just for you, Brooksy, but I think we should open this every week, every day. So if you want to sing it, if you want, it's a bit like The Voice. I love it. Blind auditions. Sing but, a song, send it in. Yeah. Like this, like this young lady. <laughs> this was Susie. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my Brooksy, can you? Is there a way that you can put that up on the it's, social pages? Oh, I'm sure so there's that they a can way. See Sue's from North Lakes. We'll put it on the um. <laughs> I can't talk to Joel Fletcher and okay. Instagram. And we, is there some? Can we send her a signet power bank? Yeah, oh, she needs more than that. <laughs> she needs more than that. A uh, grade hat or something. <laughs> oh, that's very. Oh my that's gosh, that's very good. It's one of the best things. If you haven't seen it yet, um. Mm. Brooksy's yeah. going to put it up on the socials. It is fantastic. And that's what I see. Some of our listeners out there, they're like hidden talents. Oh, she she hits a note. I'll tell you that much. She does. The Vanga Boys can, have been popular. Um, and geez, it's very echoey in the building she's in. Um, <laughs> no, that, so that, I think that's the mic. Yeah, oh, it's the karaoke mic. It's the karaoke mic. Oh, she's ripped out the karaoke machine well, and recorded it. Well, the one you can buy them from anywhere. JB Hi-Fi, oh. Audi used to have them. Kmart. Kmart. Mm. Ding the home Dan, entertainment Ding section. Ding Dong. Oh, what a great spot that was. Yeah. Uh, the reptile's not happy with Pedro. Reptile says, tell Pedro he's a pelican and Russell wouldn't sit next to him because he sits in first class, you dropkick. Hashtag the reptile. Hashtag guns. Hashtag. Brooksy, no. Uh, boys, it's nearly time Is to that go. A, what, what, do we, what time do we get out here, Gibbo? When do we finish here, mate? <laughs> About a minute's time. In a minute's yeah. time. All right, well, is there anything you want to say to Nathan, your comrade who's about to go and. Have, have fun, Brooksy. Have, have, yeah, do you want a quick minute handover, Gibbo? What does he uh, have yeah. to do? Oh, do's and don'ts. Yeah, so yeah. Um, don't post prizes out. No. Um, do put them in a bully book. Yeah. Uh, do hang on, we've, we've oh. got mail. Oh, I remember when I lost my mind. Who? Oh. Oh.
Is that karaoke, Mike? Oh, it, it is. Losing. It's a good you got to put it on, Brooksy. It's a oh, very good mic. All right. <laughs> Farewell, Brooksy. That Thank was you, the run fun, Jens. Ciao, ciao. Fairly well. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91